Podcast. In a minute, the boys talk to their friend Remy about Mars remediation and the 80s classic, Roadhouse. But first, make sure to check out the new angel oil that the Reverend has for sale over at the Newman Offsetsy, along with other good things such as tight talismans, and the Reverend's course on working with ancestors, necromancy, and land spirits. And if you would like to join the community of animists where the soapbox family hangs out, friends who share ideas, experiences, home divination skills, and even work on group magical projects, head on over to Numenauts on Gun Road to sign up for a membership while supplies last. Links are in the show notes. Be not afraid. And now showtime. Are we going to ruin your million-dollar ideas? <laughs> oh, it's not. Uh, none of my ideas are financially viable. That's why they're art. <laughs> a a thousand-dollar idea. Like, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> my, 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 my like couple people on Patreon idea. <laughs> if I get my life together. <laughs> uh, but no, like it would. I would have to like play with it because some of it, like I know myself, I get bored, and so like the idea of like, like for, I, like I, I've like half. I don't really know how to code. Like, there's a lot that I understand because, like, I tried. I, I took coding classes in college, but like, I learned God's most useless coding language. Like, I learned this language called Brevet because uh, it was in exactly, <laughs> exactly. No one has because you'd have to have gone to specifically my college to have learned it because uh, it was invented by someone who went to Hampshire College, uh, and it, okay. it was it's it's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is, is this kind of like you must buy my textbook? I wrote it. So a little kind of, bit, because wow. it, it it was good for like a like, like, machine that I invented that cost five. <laughs> no, it, it was fine. I just like wasn't like the 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 market for brevet, but like it it was like an artificial learning thing. Like it was mostly okay. just like I have a I'm heavy handed coding wise, so like it just <laughs> if then clauses all the way down. Um. But like it, it was like you you build like things that that do learning and so like you had to just like design like I I, I don't remember anyone oh I do remember some like somebody in my class uh, designed like cool like this is a sun it fires off protons and this is a plant and it tries to grow branches in the direction of where the photons are coming from and if it meets a photon it knows to grow more in that direction like that's what brevet was kind of four okay um weird yeah uh but like i learned enough about that to know that like what i'd like to do with coding is i'd like to write a comic uh from a robotic point of view because i don't believe that robots would speak english uh so i wanted to write an entire comic in ruby 
because Ruby is the most similar to um, a lot of English sent like you know sentence structure like it's very very blunt <laughs> like yeah. it's a lot of a lot of really great ruby coders like their code is very poetic uh you know if you're a certain kind of high but like yeah. <laughs> 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 um yeah i've been working on that for 12 years so it'll Shit. get done when it's get when it gets done it's not it's comics there's no money to be made i'm in no rush <laughs> Oh yeah, I believe me. I know. I I did comics for a while. There's there yeah. Even if you work for like a, a serious publisher, there's still no fucking money in it. It's oh yeah, ridiculous. yeah. Oh yeah. Like I have like I have um I volunteer. Well, I did. I I don't do it right now because they've had a, a change of the guard, and like maybe I'll go back when like the guard changes back, or not back because he got me too. That's fair. I was protected from that, so I didn't know. I was very sad, but shit happens. Uh, but I was a First Amendment nonprofit that I volunteered for since I was like 19. And like, I've met a huge amount of people. Like, like that's where all of my comics friends come from, uh, is from doing that and like working in their table uh, at different cons. So I, for like 10, 12 years, I haven't paid for a comic convention because I just go and work for them. Oh, wow. Um, oh, it's a good time. Yeah. So like my, my usuals, I usually do San Diego, uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Emerald City Comic Con, which I love. Uh, New York Comic Con is my hometown con. Uh, WonderCon, and that's usually it. Let's. I've, I usually have like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you ever go to? Uh, was it Mocha? That was in New yeah. York. I think it was called Mocha. Yes, I've well, I've been because like there's also they have they used to. This is years ago. Like they had on. Um, Lafayette. It was in Soho, but like they had like a little like little tiny comics museum like in soho and yes, yeah, it was, like, yeah. museum of comic art because i like that like, i went to that so long ago uh because like i I went there because they had like some of joan and vasquez's work i remember <laughs> now that's yeah that dates me <laughs> <laughs> so i was like oh, i gotta go see joan and stuff i'm like yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah what? i've yeah What's funny is he, he they, they they did an Invader Zim movie like a year yep. or two ago too. <laughs> totally. Yeah. How fucking long had that been working on? Go, Jonan. Get the hot topic money. Yeah. <laughs> you're actually a you're a con artist. Yeah. <laughs> See, me? Yeah. No. <laughs> if I could draw, I would. You I mean I would try. like the art of going to cons for free and getting <laughs> I try my best. Let's see if I can. Let's see. Twenty twenty three is a whole different ball game. So let's see if I can still pull that off. But <laughs> it's so it's different when like a, when like a First Amendment rights charity puts up your hotel room. Well, it's mm. a very different experience. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. But um, yeah, no, I I I don't think I'm going to work. Well, I'm totally willing to like the work that they do is there. So yes, the conflict legal defense fund. I'm yeah, totally I remember them. To, yeah. yeah, I remember them. And I'm totally willing to like do stuff for them because the work they do is important and I do believe in it. Um, but like last San Diego Comic Con, like like it was was, you know, they we had two years off. And then the last year was like the first year with like the interim director, and they have a much, much smaller staff. And as far as I know, I'm still friends with the operations manager. Uh, but like almost everybody p- post the Me Too has like long moved on. And like mm-hmm. some like to different to different things, but like the interim like, I mean fuck, he doesn't know anybody. I don't give a shit. But like, 
Um, but it was really, really clear to me that the interim director was completely in over his head. And that shouldn't have been something that I discovered at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, because it was the kind of thing where like it was and like he's probably an extension of the board and they do good work and they really, really try. But I think that they wildly underestimated the amount of work that the former director and deputy director and the volunteers that they brought on really brought in. And it was the kind of thing where they like, like some of the board members were like, yeah, here's my, here are my teenage kids. Like they're volunteers. And it's like, we used to have like literal merch people like donating their time mm. who like knew how inventory worked and like knew that what need, what needed to be prepped before an auction. Like, oh, like wow. this isn't yeah. like an on the job. This isn't an, like, it's cute. We can have interns, but at least one person present who's not just like, me who's just like volunteered long enough and done this long enough that I know what should have been done but like why didn't you tell us it was that was a mess and I and I will admit that at you know San Diego Comic-Con is a beast it's a it's a marathon like you go because you know it's going to hurt your health and you're not going to sleep and you're going to live on sugar and just be a ridiculous garbage troll person <laughs> who can't sleep at night because you have to go network uh <laughs> and see people and all of that stuff. So like, I will fully own that I could have handled that better, but, <laughs> but like on day five of like no sleep, no sleep, really being frustrated that like these people don't know what they're doing, like, and watching all this come down and them having them try to like create new protocol under us that does not work. And like, I lost my mind because like, it was, it was the auction that I lost my mind at. And it, it was fine. It went off without a hitch, but like they had no audio visual, visual stuff going. They didn't have anybody to like, they had somebody walk the art, but it was literally just somebody standing there on the stage. And it's like, it's, you have to show it to people. So like we used to have people walk it. So I just took it and walked it. Um, but like the thing that drove me nuts was that they had all the art for auction out on tables, not, no covering. Like, oh no. Exactly around food and a bar oh no no! so they had no. people like sticking their faces around the art like with like cheese in their hand and i'm like get away <laughs> like <laughs> no like, <laughs> like and like but previous like you know but like if, if you but so it just tells me like look I, you can love comics and still not like be like a comics event professional yeah. Like, which is like, I'm not even like trying to toot my own horn. I just know that, like, in previous years, like, all of that would have been bagged and boarded before the auction. Like, how did mm -hmm. you even get it here? Oh my God, like, that's how I feel about, like, uh, bless their hearts, all the old ladies that would volunteer at the film festival I used to work at mm -hmm. in Florida. Like, it was basically like, well, some of them would come and they'd be serious and they'd have a system and you could count on them, but like, mm -hmm. all the rest like you know 55 plus mm -hmm. um, and they'd all just come to like hang out for their allotted hours get a stamp and then go see a free movie mm, like mm, mm. they would just be like 90 percent of the time the questions and the time that they would take up of mine as a box office manager would be like more time than i would spend dealing with customers some days and it's yeah. just, are you fucking kidding me yeah because they're <laughs> just lonely and on a fixed budget Mm. you know <laughs> like, no I get it no I get it and like so yeah so I like I, I doubt based on some of my behavior especially at the auction because I was just done they couldn't tell me a damn thing 
uh, which ha- I'm an Aries. It happens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really, really try, but like, yeah, like I might have burned that bridge, but I know that I didn't burn it for like the people I previously knew to that. So, yeah, like if the charity asked me to come, if they, if if the CBLDF asked me to come back and it's still the same person in charge, it's because I know that he still doesn't know anybody who knows what they're doing, and I will still know better this time than to possibly take them up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, or I'll just know going, no, I'll just go in knowing it's going to be a shit show and to just prep my own schedule and be ready. <laughs> what, what you didn't realize is that now you're the, you're the Dalton of running. I, yes, <laughs> no, they needed, yeah, they needed me to come in and cool, but I didn't follow the main rule, which is be nice. <laughs> like, I forgot to be, so yes, no, Rev, what did you think of, what did you think of Roadhouse? I think you're the only person who hadn't seen it previously. Yeah, this was one of those movies where, like, I I got, like, I missed so many movies growing up because of the, uh, like, religion. And there was this sort of anything with a certain kind of sexuality or violence, and it would just be, like, mm-hmm. like we, the, my, I get the feeling, like, in my memory that my parents would kind of make them sound like they weren't any good. Like instead of <laughs> like you're not allowed to see that, it would just be kind of like this. Oh, that's not man. They're yeah. not. <laughs> it's like all these movies that I've explored by adult life. They're like, oh, these are pretty cool. Um, but like, yeah, I, I I had a lot of fun with it, uh, and I I don't know. I I was impressed. I was impressed with the fight scenes. Uh, I was very. It's very eighties. Like it's yeah. actually by it's uh, it's uh, Benny the Jet Urquidez is the guy who was their martial arts coordinator. So it's very like uh, like kickboxer karate style. It's not yes. like yeah. like it, it's so of its time and like <laughs> it's much more like big swings and kind of clunky and. But I I mean it was it was a lot less that than I expected is what I'm mm. saying. Like there was a lot more. Um, realistic looking fighting going on like mm. it it was clearly choreographed but it was also like these moves are not fake looking like it doesn't look like the amount of momentum is too little for that you know most yeah. of the time it was actually uh, pretty believable especially for people of that body type and in in that setting you know mm. like you, you don't expect too much from bar brawlers uh but. Well, like I appreciate that it's also, I, and I, I, for the record, I am not a martial artist. Like, have I been in fights? I don't want to talk about it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> once again, you're an Aries. We, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fighter, <laughs> but if I were, I would be Sam Elliott in this movie. <laughs> uh, Sam Elliott is like my ultimate hero, and I believe him to be a Saturn archetype. Uh, but <laughs> but huh. well, okay, keeping it short. Uh, well, I, no, I, no, I, no, don't keep it short. Don't keep it short. As, <laughs> you don't have to be short. Well, I, I, uh, I, I want to say that, like, what I like about it is that it looked like, especially for, like, the Dalton stuff, like, in a bar fight, you want it to be over as quickly as humanly possible, mm-hmm. which is technically all fights, as far as I've been told for people I know who, like, actually train and do things with, like, competence and respect for what they do. Yeah. Uh, but, like, it, it was, like, like all of Dalton's, like, like he could have, like, but it, keeping it, keeping it coherent, like, like, I love like the the play on like the rumor of like Dalton like tore a man's windpipe out and then like you see him do it and like the knowledge of he could have done that the entire time 
but he mm. knows what overkill is. Like this is a movie about restraint. Yeah. Which is which is why I see like I see like it's it, like Dalton is technically to me like a martial archetype, but more like a fallen Mars archetype. So like it's like a Mars and Libra trying to be a Mars archetype, which is why it's about like everyone be nice, fair and balanced. And then Saturn comes in and like Saturn who delights in Libra, who delights in fair and balanced. But like but it's to me, this is a movie about Mars having to learn to take up the mantle of Saturn. And that's where he finds his exaltation. So it's mm. about a Mars and Libra becoming a Mars and Cap because like. <laughs> 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 You found the show where no one's going to argue with you. <laughs> I'm like, yep, sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've thought about this the last like 20 times I've watched it and been like, no, no, this is like, this is totally it. Like, <laughs> what? Oh. like it all makes perfect sense to me. Uh, you know, I was joking because I'm terrible at astrology, but like I that actually does kind of add up uh like to a lunatic i really doubt that <laughs> writer was thinking of that in 1989 well he's got, this, he's got well i mean we we know we Consciously. know from, from plenty of experience of uh talking about movies in a magical context that like the shit lands in weird ways that people don't intend it to and it's like divinely yeah. inspired even if like a generation of people don't even see it and then it's like you know um but that's that's really profound because I, I get the whole like he's idealizing fairness yeah he's idealizing he's also very pretty he's, <laughs> he's idealizing restraint too mm -hmm. um because there are times when it's like restraint is going to prolong things but there are also times where like instigation is going to escalate things when it doesn't need to be too I think he kind of blurs and gets some of both of those wrong. Mm -hmm. um, but like you said, like there's a there's a point where he kind of clicks into place. And he's yeah, like, because like how many cars does he lose in this movie? Like he just lets it happen. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like he knows it's gonna happen. He's like, well, gotta fix the windshield again. Like he doesn't really think about it. But like meanwhile, Wade, like like he like he has like one motor, like, like there's a lot not told, there's a lot not said about Wade. Yeah. But yeah. like, like I feel like Wade would tell him, "Why would you park near the bar?" <laughs> like, well, like, well, what's what's interesting is that he bought that car specifically knowing that it was going to get fucked up. Yeah, like that they were going to target it and like, mm -hmm. and like break it to pieces and like cut the tires and all these all these different things. Yeah. Um, and and like that that's the other thing. I, that's something I like about this movie is that there's all these little like setups and payoffs. Um, like, uh, even, even the little stupid line where he's like, it doesn't matter how big the guy is. If you, if you take yeah, you his knee his out, knee. you'll, you'll fall. And that's how he takes out the last guy. Yeah. He kicks multiple. him in the knee. Multiple. He takes well, out multiple guys. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He takes out a couple dudes that way. And that's why it's like the through line. Um, but also if you notice that like when Wade fights, uh, I, I forget the name of like the ninja dude, who's just like, ah, fuck guys like you in prison, that guy. Uh, when yeah. when Wade's fighting that guy, Wade has a bad knee. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, so like Wade learned a dirty trick and was like, it's effective. I <laughs> 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 like, never put that together. You're completely right. Yeah, it's yeah. probably that's that's something that he, it probably came from his injury because he's always yeah. limping. Yeah, 
Theoretically. I mean, like it's yeah. there. It, it could also be Sam Elliott has himself a bad knee. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't want to be like projecting too much onto it, but it's totally there. Um, yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's there to be projected upon. I think that's totally fine. Yeah, yeah, I, don't think, the, like, I don't think Roadhouse is going to be offended if you, if you put yeah. too much intelligence to it. <laughs> we typically, uh, we typically kind of like look at things in the mythical light anyway, you know, like mm-hmm. just accept it that it's all true. Like with a capital T, everything that happens in the fix- fictional universe, and then assume that it makes perfect sense and try to figure that out. You know, yeah. I thought that that's already done with this movie. <laughs> also, also, uh, just, just as an aside, uh, I had never noticed this. This is directed by a guy whose first name is Rowdy. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I gotta believe it's his birth name, even though I'm sure it's not. It might be. It it's not impossible. It was the eighties. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was a hard chiropractic in the town I, I lived in, Florida. Uh, but the fact that uh, Deems is destiny. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you know, directing <laughs> this movie. <laughs> so, I mean, it's the only one you got to do. <laughs> like, like, like how many? How many do you need if you've already directed Roadhouse? Yeah, that's it's it's like uh, what's her face that plays Laura Palmer. It's like I came yeah. here to do this and I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I did it. Let's see, he did not a lot. Oh, he, was a great... As a... Think... he worked on he worked on Repo Man, which is surprising. Yeah, it looks like he was a grip. He was he was he was a he was he was a, he was a grip, and he was a gaffer on a couple things. And then he, oh, come on, like literally, okay, he got a Razzie nomination for Worst Director for Roadhouse. Oh, oh how the times have changed. Yeah, boo. <laughs> that was just people Razzie. pretending they didn't like it. Well, that was probably on the up, when was that movie? 89? 89. So that's on the upswing of like this realism trend we're still on, wasn't it? Like, it, I feel like it was around that time when they kind of stopped stylizing things in the same way or like started to kind of trend away from it and be like mm-hmm. look how real we can make everything look mm-hmm. that's true because it, it feels like it's like at the tail end of like like your rambos you're yeah. like yeah so it is the like one, a very mm-hmm. the one man killing machine kind of thing yeah which that's not exactly what this is but <laughs> i feel like this movie is the uh the answer to karate kids failure Mm-hmm. like I, that crossed my mind several times mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you've seen the video explaining how like Daniel's son was the villain in Karate Kid but it's it's 100% spot on true mm-hmm. like he was the childish one who picked fights and let his emotions mm-hmm. control him and mm-hmm. it, it just it's a really fucked up breakdown when you think about it have and you I, seen Cobra Kai at all no and, oh, oh you would love it. It's actually Brad. it's actually it's, really good. It's better than it has any right to be. <laughs> yeah, by far. It makes no sense how good it is. But but it's also secretly kind of about that. Uh, because it's it's everything is from Johnny's point of view. Uh so like So they, they like, saw the video on YouTube and they were like, Oh, look at all these fucking plays. We're making a, a Yeah, basically. Yeah. Kind of well, because like Dan like the idea is that like they're both still living in the valley. And it's a ridiculous show because it's literally just all these teenagers like just using karate to like terrorize the valley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so great. And like the only, but like the idea is that like Daniel San married very well. 
So like Daniel San's wife is the only adult in this entire show because it'll be like Johnny and Daniel San getting into nonsense and all the people from the franchise come back. And then it'll be like literally Daniel San's wife will come down the stairs and be like, get off my lawn or I'll call the cops. (laughs) (laughs) No, we have to fight in our lawn and break everything. It's for honor. Yeah. (laughs) It's a great show. Um, but it is about that. Like, it literally opens with Johnny being like, first of all, kick to the face is illegal. Like, he shouldn't have mm. won a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's kind of fun. Oh. I probably still won't watch it, but I'm glad um, to Oh, it's it's a great, like, holiday watch, you know, or like, it's like a long holiday weekend watch. Because you can just, like, just sit yeah, and be like, this is stupid. Turn your brain off. Like, it, it is it is like the it is the uh the film equivalent of like a bag of chips yeah. show so yeah. It's, yeah like and and it's also like the same like i can't eat just one like you'll just sit down and end yeah. up watching the entire season and like in yeah like prom fight yeah like prom <laughs> fight and like there's also like a lot of different like supporting adults because the idea is very much like johnny doesn't know how to be an adult but then he meets other supportive adults and like it's not that they want to help him it's that he can try to copy them now so Mm. (laughs) um like his next door neighbor like has an abuela and like abuela so his first student is like one of the kids in his apartment complex who's getting bullied and that kid has like a mom who's like a single mom who is like i don't want my kid fighting and then his abuela who's like yes <laughs> like, <laughs> like abuela's old school as hell and she's like that's right you fuck them up <laughs> like, <laughs> like in espanol like <laughs> oh sorry it's a tangent but yeah cobra kai everyone should watch it it's a great show great show i actually i i want to i want cl- i i'm not as great as astrology so what would what would a mars or a Mars and Capricorn B versus a Mars. What did you say? The, the, he, oh, he Mars and Gemini from to, to Mars and Capricorn. Mars and Libra. Like I see Mars Patrick and Libra. Swayze. I see Patrick Swayze as like a Mars and Libra who's like, it's not that he's fallen, it's that he's in detriment. Um, <clears throat> because it's the difference between him having, because like he obviously struggles with restraint and he feels like a certain amount of guilt over it. Um, because like, you know, they because they bring it back. It's like, oh man, like, it's, it, like that lady didn't tell you she was married. Uh, mm. like and like yeah, like the uh, spoilers if you haven't seen Roadhouse, but like, <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but there's like you know like but there's Dalton's past. In Dalton's past, he had to kill a dude. He feels bad about it because it was some. Oh, he had an affair with a woman, but he didn't know she was married, and the husband threatened him with a gun, so she killed him. And Wade, <clears throat> who's Saturn, who, who I see being Saturn in exaltation. Uh, Wade, his mentor, is basically like, I told you a hundred times, leave that in the past. If a man puts a gun in your face, he gives you, he's giving you two choices to kill him or to die. Like, can't, simple as that. And Dalton can't let this go uh, until, you know, circumstances happen in Roadhouse where, like, he's got to do that again. But that also doesn't make him feel any better mm-hmm. because and it happens again. Dude puts a gun in his face, tears out his trachea, but then his girlfriend's mad at him because, you know, <laughs> because <laughs> how dare you defend yourself against yeah, a murderer she, <laughs> <laughs> she's well she's not even like mad she's like he has no trachea which is like to be fair a shocking thing but like she's a doctor so i feel like like doc has probably seen worse theoretically but she's like oh i don't know that you had this in you that's a little much um i even think that based on that 
uh, based on because the implication in the ending, because because remember at the end she comes back. Yeah. So so Dalton is actually like in the situation again where like uh, the 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 greedy he's not he's not he's not like a bootlegger but he is like some kind of liquor impresario who's gotten rich off of the entire town and he's shaken everyone down. But like that is Doc's like ex boyfriend or ex husband one of the two, and like you know doc shows up at the end to be like don't know blah blah, blah. <laughs> and like i think that like, like on actually like an, i thought about it and the throat thing wasn't that bad <laughs> i think the implication is that she knows he's going to kill that dude and she's there to stop him totally like and it's not about dalton i think she's like in fairness i don't think that anyone should be murdered for this <laughs> 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 and then the entire town shows up. Like, yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think that they get back together. Oh no, wait, they do. Sorry, there's like a whole epilogue about that. You're right. I yeah. forget about that part. It doesn't last. Yeah, well, because why would he stay in this town? <laughs> why would she? Yeah, because well, her because her uncle's there. But but maybe her uncle would leave now too because his <laughs> uh, his tire shop has been burned to the ground. I feel so bad for anyone listening to this who hasn't seen Roundhouse because it's just Roadhouse completely out of order. Oh, you get over that shit after a few episodes. <laughs> you gotta fight through it. It's like your first kill. It's like the first time you tear a throat out. Yeah. <laughs> just quick and mean. You gotta have a yeah. beer. You gotta have your buddies support you. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like it's kind of a movie about Dalton having to like struggle with like the things he wants to do versus not wants to do because he's like did i like killing that guy no i didn't like killing that guy why do i feel this way and so like he probably very much liked you know the polar bear rampage (laughs) (laughs) polar bear rampage but he doesn't like him having like like that last kill where like it's really obvious he's going for the throat but he's not gonna do it like it's not about whether he feels good about it or not it's literally like oh i don't have to do this actually like the choice of like kill the dude or die is like or just don't do that and then the town shows up and takes care of it like now he's become a delegator (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i I, again i'm i'm butchering this but like in the the astrology of it is basically like mars and cap is Patton is is general Patton. like mars and cap is just like mars with like beyond the tools that he needs where it's like planning like execution so like discipline when do i get to grow into my mars cap and have all those traits uh it depends on where it is how (laughs) whether or not it's afflicted uh where is it in your chart what's uh what does it rule what house is it in uh like a lot of people now because bernadette brady is super in vogue right now so like 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 what's it in parents to like par- I'm so sick of the word parents and it's mostly because I don't know how to do it but <laughs> so, like, <laughs> but like but like I see there's like a lot of people I was joking with somebody the other day because he was Most like no some- I understand how big parents are yeah <laughs> <laughs> like I was I was joking with like a with a with a really good astrologer the other day because he was like no the thing I'm sick of is that like you'll see people who learn about parents they're like I learned I ate a hot dog and I took the parents of the hot dog and it turns out Sirius is on the Descendant, isn't that wild? The dog star, and it was a hot dog. And they're just like, no. <laughs> like, like that's You're the where worst astrologer that ever existed. Yeah, yeah. He, he, was, he was very much joking. He, he, oh, he was like, that's what I'm sick of. He's like, I'm kind of sick of seeing that because everyone's using it for everything. Uh, yeah. uh, but it's just because everyone's really excited to have a new tool. You mm. know? 
Yeah, that's why I like, I think honestly, (laughs) I think the honestly, the astrology community is what keeps me from learning astrology. Yeah. (laughs) I I know there's a lot of great people in it, but it's like hard to sift through because there's so many people that are like, like literally my hot dog is a, is a Pisces. Yeah. 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 I got two of them and side by side, they're a little bent. Yeah. Like, and like the, just the meme culture of it bothers me so bad. Cause I'm like, I guess you can kind of extrapolate a little bit of learning out of the funny stuff. But mostly it's just a bunch of people making inside jokes with people in their same industry and not gaining any followers. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And like sometimes like sometimes everyone like also I feel like a lot of people who like want to do stuff in the Astro community like the stuff that makes them stands out is the stuff that makes them stand out is not necessarily going to be their astrology because like in mm. like especially in like the Twitter astrology community that I feel like you and I are probably both uh, active in because there's going to be a lot of overlap like a lot of people learned from each other like so many people like learned from austin copic or learned from chris brennan and then are trying to do stuff but it's like you're not gonna chris brennan's already here <laughs> like yeah like austin's already here and that's why sasha is so interesting because sasha like very much like honed in on her saturnian niche and like now is like home and like folded a lot of stuff in but like sasha stuff like feels like sasha even though i'm sure that she's had a lot of the same uh, uh, astro pedigree as like a lot of her peers mm-hmm. um, and a lot of people aren't necessarily leaning into like the thing that makes them stand out and like and you definitely see it now where there's a lot of people trying to copy Sasha oh, like, mm-hmm. like oh yeah like scrying the charts sort of thing well they're doing the they're most especially because once Sasha started doing like fixed stars uh, like a lot of like because Sasha's thing is that like she focused like as far as what I can tell, because forgive me if this is all projection, but because um, like Sasha, like l- so, yeah, you get the Bahenian stars. Which I get the Sasha Ravitch, if we didn't. Sasha Ravitch, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Sasha Ravitch, who like I keep using her first name like we're friends, but like I respect you, Sasha. Like, I love your <laughs> practice. Uh, but like Sasha, like really, really honed in. Like I really, really like her work on like Aculeus and Acumen. Uh, so like she honed in on like the singer, on like the singer stars. Like she found like a couple of uh, stars that like they're not as like well written about as like the Royal stars or Sirius or like, and like, so she's like, I'm going to do like these two and like do them like super, super thoroughly. And now you see like all these people who are trying to like look at more obscure stars and like drop them into conversations and to be like, Oh, you know, this blah, 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 blah. And be like, that's great. But like write a pamphlet, (laughs) like, Mm. like don't just like start, like it's people like, like, Maybe yeah. don't. Maybe find your find some other ignored stars to write a pamphlet about, since someone already wrote a pamphlet about this one. And it's true, like true, and like, and it's not, it. and it's also like, like, and, and far be it for me to be like a gatekeeper to anything. Like, study sure. what makes you happy, but like, it's it's the way that people are talking about it that I'm just sort of like, oh, like, I'm about to hear people trying to draw all fifteen from from all fifteen hundred stars to like try to find like their niche, mm-hmm. uh, like. And that's just like a really, really garbled conversation at times if like the point is not about the star, it's about practice. And like, there's a lot of people who are gonna be like trying to learn parents first. And like, meanwhile, I don't know if they can like rectify a birth chart or Mm. if they can, or if they could like, which is not even necessarily everyone's specialty, but like, Yeah. yeah. Like, but there's a lot of like, 
like I assume like you, you can't do it unless you know the 101 bless but like there's a lot of people like skipping 201 and 301 because like the 4 and 501 stuff is accessible and being done by somebody else and they're trying to skip um yeah that, that's like every bit of knowledge kind of ends fair. up doing that yeah fair. that's like, definitely TikTok. <laughs> yeah like people people always what well, I'm sorry Brian what were you gonna say yeah. oh j- just that eventually that shows mm-hmm. yeah that's true too yeah. But but yeah. yeah, a lot of people do. Uh, well, it's also because that's if that's what's current and popular, mm-hmm. uh, they skip to that because that's what's on the surface of things. So they're yeah. they're, they're they're usually with any sort of cat craft of any sort, you're not seeing all the like basic work that has to be done to get to the point where you can see the much more like elaborate, extravagant thing. Mm-hmm. So it's not shocking that that they're, everybody's attracted to that. Well, that's, also, yeah. that's why like foundations are the thing like yeah <clears throat> well it's also like don't focus on like i don't know anybody who would teach in a way that teaches you that one particular point in a chart is the most important part of a chart it's how it all moves together like like these are my thoughts <laughs> yeah. like like and I far be it for me to mansplain or gatekeep but yeah something i wanted to say too about like like the whole like copycat shit that is inevitable when you come when it comes to especially ancient traditions right like there's not a whole lot of innovation going on so when someone is like i found a new way to like this is i found a way that i like naturally work with this and it's new and it's like the fact that she can scry a birth chart and talk to you about your ancestors and be incredibly accurate with that in ways that like i my i got my wife a reading like last year i think for her birthday and it was like the best reading she's ever had. And it was also like most of the shit that she was told was stuff that I had already told her I thought was going on with her ancestors. And I was like, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> awesome. Like but my like, thing. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That's, that, that's an innovation and that's fucking exciting when someone does that. Yeah. But the thing mm-hmm. is, is, it's like, that's not the only thing, right? Like, so she does that, but then she goes on to be like, drawn to this other thing that hasn't had a light shine on it and so there's going to be people hopping on like anytime someone is someone who just keeps going and they keep finding cool things to do that are new mm-hmm. or like exciting there's going to be people like hopping on the stardust trails yes to, like capitalize like the same way that um i mean that happens in any industry but it's mm-hmm. just more frustrating when you're in a smaller industry and it's like more niche and there are less like clientele like so that everyone's so precious already that you Mm -hmm. like work with but then when people come along and do that shit because something i wonder with the uh with astro with like the whole astrology world is uh most people i think i feel like most people out there in the world that are curious about it and like not full magicians don't Mm -hmm. know the difference between a good one and a shitty one Mm -hmm. so the people well, it, that already do know the difference might are, are already be doing their own astrology, and it's like, how do we, how do we get the people out in the world to to be able to recognize the difference without needing to learn it themselves or be magicians? Yeah, <laughs> or just experiencing the mystery. Like I feel, I feel like I, I, I'm totally on board with that. I totally feel that. Um, like I also think that's specific to Sasha is that, like the parts of like Sasha Rob- Ravich's like learning uh 
an experience that people are trying to replicate is like very much the surface stuff. Like I don't see, I haven't heard yet. I don't know. I mean, it's not really something you talk about, but like, like the thing about Sasha that like, if you want to learn what Sasha does, like, I don't see anybody doing her year of Saturn. Like she did an entire year of Saturn, an entire year of Saturn devotion. Like, mm. Mm-hmm. which is probably like we're like i'm i'm I, I can't speak to the experience because i've never you know like, yeah again like ca- i know this casually but like where it's like cool like that's not the part of sasha ravich that i see a lot of people like running to copy <laughs> like, well that sounds like that might be hard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is like that's why i have a tremendous respect for her as a practitioner mm-hmm. um because it's like, yeah, you did the hard thing. There were rewards, and you wrote about it. And then I, I, I expect that she applies that same level of rigorousness, like to anything else that she does. Right. Uh, from there. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> like plus she yeah. has like, she, yeah. Plus she's a has a like a very academic background. Like so she probably knows very very well how to sort through like bullshit from primary sources, and how to cite things and. Which I, I look. Yeah. I look. I look forward to my uh, my booked reading with her that I have <laughs> in the in the <laughs> now far distant future. Yeah. Uh, it was it was funny. I was supposed to have a I was supposed to have a reading with her in December, mm-hmm. and it was going to be December fourth. But then our apartment finally got ready, and so we were moving December third. So I was like, I don't think I can manage <laughs> to make this happen. The next, I, that next day is going to be awful. I'm not mm-hmm. going to try to do this. <laughs> so I think it's sometime in April or something. Yeah. Um, yes. Really curious. Really interesting. I'm interested to hear what she says. The exact same thing happened to mine. Like I have really, well, like we didn't move, but I mean, yeah, I, I ended up being like, oh, shit, all this stuff that didn't come through that I expected to come through, like many things in the same month. And then like extra expenses pop up and you're like, well, this isn't this is just not happening. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't know when we're rescheduled for, but I have a tentative date at some point. But like, mm-hmm. damn, yeah, it's just been so fucking rough. <laughs> it's been. Yeah, it's oh, been- my God. Like, yeah, no, like Mars direct for me was a switch flipping where like like it's still like i'm oh god like I, I don't like to do like whole birth chart details but like fuck it like like i'm also a virgo rising mm. so like i need just mercury to come back mm-hmm. <laughs> like like mars coming back is a big like oh thank god like it wasn't like a super relief but it was like someone was choking me and like let go just enough for me to get a breath um like where like like mars went direct and suddenly like my ideas started coming back where i was like oh wait why don't i just like do x y and z like we were like oh and i were talking in the car and like we were talking about how funny it would be because he you know, the long story short there's gonna be a roadhouse remake which yeah. is an abomination mm-hmm. uh and like here's the thing like if you make a movie that reddit's not excited for i don't know <laughs> what to tell you bro like then no one's gonna see it like nobody asked you to do it like sure they remade point break how many people saw that bless i'm sure that i'm sure that everyone involved was very very nice no but but i still want to rewatch the original since that that one came out i've had the original back on my list ever since (gasps) wait you haven't seen point break not since tv when i was I, I I forgot because we were naming other big Patrick Swayze things and that was another a huge, classic another yeah, classic 
Yeah. yeah, actually, I, I don't think yeah. in my mind that Footloose and uh, Roadhouse were separate movies until today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, to me, it was like, yeah, the one where dancing's illegal and he gets in a lot of fights. <laughs> uh, small town America. He was, he was uh, going to save that whole town with dancing. <laughs> I I think I think the problem is is that this is you just discovered the movie that needs to be written that we're going to work on. <laughs> this could be done, uh, but long story short, so there's going to be a Roadhouse dirty, remake, dirty loose house, dirty loose house. <laughs> Put it on the list. Like nothing is sacred. They have the IP. Just do it. Like just crossover universe. But they but they're doing a Roadhouse remake starring Jake Gyllenhaal. And if oh. you just told me that part, maybe. Mm-hmm. But it's also but Conor McGregor is in it, which is why no one wants to watch it. Um, what is he? Who's he supposed to play in it? That Conor. is what no one can decide because they're like, if he's Wade, I will like lose. No, how dare you? But I don't mm-hmm. think he is. So a lot of people are like, oh, he's got to be the like the villain. Creepy, he's got to be like the creepy right hand man, dude. Yeah. Um. But there's no other like no one can tell who else the second billing is who would conceivably be Wade or what have you um it's also supposed to take place in, like the florida keys um there's like 10 reasons that no one wants to see this movie oh but, just just make your own movie just make McGregor, a new... that's, it kind of that's like who you hire when you can't get tom hardy everyone was like if it was jake Hall and tom hardy would be like this is taking it seriously yes <laughs> like i'll perhaps at least give this film a chance um but kind of like no one knows if he can act it's like his his film debut but also like a lot of people are like like there's they like a lo- yeah there's he's not a thing. loved no for very good reason apparently but like there's a thing uh an, an irish person said this on reddit that's basically like oh, a lot of the international media will mistakenly call a lot of irish people english and conor mcgregor is one of the ones that they don't correct them like <laughs> oh wow okay yeah like that's how he put it um, like he's just a he's a very big, very strong dude who does way too much cocaine uh, and all the things that are part of that. So he's not very beloved at all. Um, the clown that? on Metalocalypse. Is he is he the clown on Metalocalypse? <laughs> no, no. Uh, no, he's basically the bigger. <laughs> like if, if Conor McGregor was Dr. Roxo on Metalocalypse, Charles yeah. Oftenson would have him shot. Like <laughs> Charles Foster Oftenson is a Mars and Capricorn archetype. That I'm willing to say. That Charles Foster Oftenson, that's what Mars and Capricorn is like. It's like that's my bread and butter you're fucking with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what needs to be done? Contracts. Like getting them on time. You don't have to like it, just has to get done. <laughs> like, yeah, the thanklessness of work. D- does yeah. Does someone does someone in the UFC own the rights to Roadhouse, and that's why they keep trying to stick MMA people into it? No, I, I think I, was it you who brought up that like Ronda Rousey, Ronda was Rousey for years. Yeah. No, yeah. I think that that was like someone like so. A lot of these decisions are made by people who are just like, why not? Um, also, cocaine is involved probably, but like, no, like that was because like Ronda Rousey, like what, like when her star was like super, super like flying high, like before she lost. Although, like, to her credit, I think that she's still the one who's, like, held, like, that particular, her, whatever her weight class was, I think that she has held it the longest. Like, no one has held it as long as she has. Uh, to her credit, like, she's an excellent Judica. 
but like she was uh but like yeah like all that stopped after after she lost but people were like oh no yeah you know like she's reasonably attractive and like like there's a lot of free advertising it writes itself uh Mm. it's a gender bent roadhouse like i probably would have seen it at the time but like you know things happen like nobody gets attached to it besides her and never gets made and, and um, then she stars in a movie where people are like, oh, no. Was she in Expendables 3? <laughs> uh, I don't know if she might have been in one of those, but she was she she was in a, one of the Fast and the Furious movies. Yes. She, I forgot that she was in it. And then yeah, I like yeah. I am I'm a scholar of these films. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 lo- I love the Fast and Furious movies because they're the most like racially and gender diverse of all of the major billion do- billion dollar franchises like mm. like like the next most diverse is literally like twilight because it has a female lead like that tells you how dire things are and also like since like they literally just kept adding people of color or women to the cast until paul walker died and they replaced him with kurt russell <laughs> <laughs> so the yeah like it's a ridiculous film franchise it's a ridiculous like fantasy about car superheroes and i love it but yeah she's in the one where they have to go to Saudi Arabia, Dubai, I think. Dubai, I think. Thank it might you, be yes. Dubai, yeah. Yeah, well, they and, have And one, that's the one where they they drive the car like from between... one building into another or something. Yeah, they do the tower jump. thing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> those, those a, a wonderful film. 10 stars. I, 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 Ten recommend, stars. I recommend everybody watch, I believe it's Fast Five. Five is the only objectively good one. Yeah, that's the one Five with like. Five is an actual good film. With the two cars where they're dragging the vault behind them. Yes, yes. Yes. Which means that it probably also ended up... uh, A fun thing that does happen is that when you get like a movie like that where it's like, oh, tonally, that's so different from the rest of the franchise. That means it was probably its own movie first. Mm. Uh, That means that that it was probably like its own script that someone was like, this is great. Send this up the line. And then like it got into the hands of some producers who were like, oh, this would make a really good Fast and Furious (laughs) film. And like they changed some things around um that was a good day to die hard i think or live free die hard i think was another one of those where like it was just Mm. an action film and then somebody related to somebody was based like this would be a great die hard film like just rewrite it for bruce willis i I had no idea yeah oh that happens a lot i didn't i didn't know that that happened with also like in a kind of reverse way with books like until Mm -hmm. uh, like j david osborne and and kelby losek have talked about that a lot in agitator like a few times like Mm-hmm. how people will write fan fiction mm-hmm. and then that ends up becoming like its own entire book series they just like tweak a couple things yeah yeah like, oh yeah that's my own fucking fair i didn't i had no idea that shit was and i'm like so 50 shades is i'm like oh my yeah, god i yeah. can be a fucking writer like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can like i'm literally writing like sunless sea the video game fan fiction right now and i'm just Heck. gonna just gonna erase the ceiling and make it a world without a sun and make it a <laughs> fucking novel like fuck you <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> no amazing no oh, thank god okay cool i also write i write fanfic but i will take my usernames to the grave with me like like I, <laughs> like like a, a, like a guantanamo black site person could never i know i'll die <laughs> like i'd rather be dead than you have my fic usernames <laughs> I mean, that is where they keep most of them, to be honest. Yeah, that's, but... where, <laughs> that's where AO3's servers are hosted. <laughs> it's Guantanamo. But um, yeah, yeah, no. Just, but... They just keep all the any, any possible contenders to IP. Like, they just put in Guantanamo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
like, like the, the people that the people threat. that like have the rights to the like original like Lion King from Japan or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they're down there. <laughs> I don't know if that works, but like, um, but like oh yeah, no, but yeah, like that, that happens a lot in the fifth. Well, because like they're also get encouraged to because especially if you have like um like depending on like where you publish i think that like archive of our own is like kind of like the only one now ever since fanfiction.net had like their smut purge um but like they got rid of this they got rid I, of smut that isn't that the point of most of that shit <laughs> i know <laughs> nothing about anything you just said but i all, all of a sudden want to know everything about everything <laughs> you just said i i i have a very cursory knowledge of this stuff but <laughs> the sacred but, texts <laughs> but, but what okay so what's what's what i do know is like the based on the history of this is that this started the original fan fiction was star trek based i believe yes and it was called slash fiction because it was usually this person slash this person it was it was in a relationship and the famous ones with star trek were kirk and spock were fucking each other yes uh so, i don't i don't know if that's the origin of like the term slash, slash it might be it might be well no no that's exactly what slash means and yeah. where it's from i don't know if that started specific to star trek although it does make sense yeah i don't um, i'm not i'm not 100 on it i think that's right it's yeah i yeah i i think it was actually in a star trek documentary maybe, so the star but, and probably. the trek are fucking is what you're saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> well but 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 the reason i bring that up is because like if you're like you're saying they tried to purge smut for, that makes no sense that's like 90 percent of the, why that shit exists that makes exactly. perfect sense it's the archon stealing the soul from <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah tell the, yeah tell that to the people who purged tumblr when they took the porn from tumblr is when that died <laughs> uh, yeah what are you doing <laughs> yep they had, they had other stuff on tumblr <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, <laughs> clearly <memes>. not. <laughs> well, Tumblr's coming back now. Once, like, apparently, like, they they reversed it recently because I think that they saw like Twitter flailing, and they're like, "We can fix this." Oh, um, because I think they saw they they saw millennials, uh, or not millenn- like like people in our age, whatever the fuck we are, like, yeah. uh, nostalgizing, uh. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, things are looking difficult. I'm going to revert to a younger state. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, like a spiritual regression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, what do I want? I want my SpongeBob porn. Like, yeah. I want, yeah. I want to like, go I back. Want... I want to go back to, like, mom making me a grilled cheese sandwich. I'm just going to go on Tumblr for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Life's been hard. Oh, shit. Oh. Now, now, I, now I have to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, did you did you ever write Roadhouse fanfic? No, I would never. I, that I'll admit to. Shit, I should have lied and just been like, because no one's ever gonna know. Because <laughs> I'm never gonna tell. But <laughs> no, I, I have to. Well, I, I'm actually trading. This is so stupid. But like, I'm actually trade. Like, I am in a place right now because like I'm when Interview with the Vampire the TV shows come out, and like I'm. In, I'm in a watch group with some people. We all we all read the books. I haven't read the books since high school, but like it's perfect. It's it's a f- phenomenal show. It's a good show, even at really? the roots of it. Oh, it's mm. so good. I'm Interview is great. Mayfair Witches is a mess, but Interview with the Vampire is spectacular. The cool. only reason that I don't rank it above like at or above Andor is that like if Interview with the Vampire had Andy Circus in it too, it would be my number one. It would have mm. been my number one of the year, but like it's like Andor, 
interview and severance were like 2002 for me. Huh. Like, but like, I'm not joking with you at all. Like, if, I don't know if y'all read, did y'all read the Vampire Chronicles or any Anne Rice? Uh, I, I, I've, I read, um, I read Interview with a Vampire mm-hmm. and I read Vampire Lestat, which I actually yes. think was yes. a better book. Yes. Way yes. better book and much <laughs> more interesting book. <laughs> Um, and then um, what was the one after that? I think I think one. Yeah. OK, I think I think my problem I, I generally have is that for some reason, whenever a protagonist is suddenly a rock star, I just lose interest. No, I it's, don't so, it's so great. It's so good. But like, it, but, okay. it, but it's, it's not just like a protagonist becoming a rock star. It's Lestat. He's one of the greatest characters in fiction. Because he's just a mess. Like, I believe Tumblr jokes that, like, Lestat de Lioncourt is Anne Rice's precious little meow meow, and she made it everyone's problem. <laughs> is, like, just Lestat in a nutshell. But, like, literally, like, Sam Reed plays Lestat in Interview. And from, like, the second he starts, like, some feral 14-year-old part of my psyche just, like, crawled and climbed and clawed to the surface it was like <gasps> like mine <laughs> like it's him <laughs> like, you, you grew you grew eyeliner and fishnets yes like, like yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, like juju started blaring from my stereo and like <laughs> but like oh, he's like and and uh they they change a couple of things in the books but they make it better because in uh, so in the TV show, they make Louis Black. He's mm-hmm. he's Creole. Um, like, uh, like so. So they make it a little bit more overt as to like Louis's sense of alienation in the world. Um, but like Jacob, and that's Jacob Anderson. But Jacob Anderson and Sam Reed have are are real life best friends and have the best chemistry, and they're just absolutely fearless about how toxically gay that they get. And it's, but like, oh God, I'm obsessed. I'm so obsessed. But like, I bring this up because like, I'm writing fan fiction for it again. It's the only one I'll admit to, which means I have to write it under my full name because I can't give up the ghost for everything. But like, <laughs> but like the reason for it is because I share it with my watch group because I started making playlists because like, it's, if, if I will, I will literally give them money out of my own pocket if they can just get to Lestat as a rock star. Like Sam Reed was born to do this. Like he's a theater kid playing a theater kid it's I, I i cannot possibly like sell this harder it's he's he's so good um he, he just gets it like he understands like to be lestat is to just be like unhinged and lovable <laughs> oh damn yeah no i'm looking at his picture right now because i didn't know who sam reed was he's oh yeah he looks like he would make an amazing lestat Oh, but he's also a fan of the books. So, because everyone's like, where'd you take it from? He's like, I just read the books again. It's all there. That's like, that. he, like, like the production was like, well, you don't have to grow your hair. And he, and he was like, I do, in fact, have to grow my hair. Lestat has long hair. Thank you. Don't uh, tell me <laughs> not to do my job. <laughs> like, how dare you? Um, like, he took like piano lessons and like he, he, he like his sister speaks French. So, like, he like made sure, like, he like spoke to his sister all the time to make sure that, that was right. Like, drink human blood. Like, here's the thing. Like, here's what we do know about Sam Reed is that he was into vampire stuff as a teenager, and that he like has played like a vampire fetishist before on different crime procedurals. And that he's <laughs> so, like, in this... Hollywood, so he can afford it and has access. Yes, like, like, so, like this might have been ramping up toward like is he, we might be looking at God's ultimate hyper sigil. 
<laughs> he just like really, really wanted this. Um, well, he's but, definitely like, in the pocket of somebody because somebody supplied him with the blood. Yeah, with with everything. <laughs> <laughs> but they couldn't supply him with the talent. That's all him. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that's from the virgin blood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. it's liquid talent let's be real but it's a, like it's, a, it's, it's the it's the million theater kids liquefied yeah <laughs> yes yeah like they're all like willing to die on the altar of sacrifice if it means that like the stat is born theater like, kid <laughs> cry theater yeah. kid cry making an amp <laughs> but um but like i've started doing fan fiction but i've just been doing playlist fan fiction because like people, you know, like we're in the group chat and everyone's basically like, well, what would Lestat's music sound like? And I was like, well, the book came out in like roughly this time. So like Anne Rice would have been writing this and thinking about it in probably 1985. Mm-hmm. But like, so like to, to Anne Rice, his music was like glam rock, but because they're doing like a thoroughly modern version for like 2022 and rock stars don't exist anymore. Oh, he's, he's I- in of Montreal. No, I would, I would, I would literally commit seppuku. Like, <laughs> like I, I literally, no, I can't. I would, like, He's like I would just be, like, the keyboardist. I like... would harm myself. Like, no, like I wrote this like long. I wrote that. This is so stupid. Fuck it, let's do this. Vulnerable, we're vulnerable. This is how magic works. I wrote like a long thing because like I think that like Lestat would have like loved David Bowie, and I think that he genuinely would have like been friends with David Bowie and offered the blood to David Bowie, but David Bowie's like, nah, man, like the point is you gotta change. Cause like, that's Bowie's philosophy. So like Bowie turned down the blood. You gotta write Black Star, bro. Yeah, yeah, you gotta like do the alternate source of like transmogrification. I've already got magic. it planned. I have the track list written. Yeah. <laughs> like according to like a memoir written by one of his, uh, I believe a guitarist or not, no, cause it wasn't Adrian Ballou. Uh, one of the, one of his like band members like so help me god i think it was like either a keyboardist or a drummer but i think a keyboardist i know the name i just cannot for the life of me think of it right now but like bowie was told by a psychic uh when he would die um and it was basically like, you're only gonna make it to, like 69 70 and like that was like circa the berlin years and he basically like took that really seriously mm. um so like he apparently like according to like that guy who's like like it's in his book and it's in like multiple interviews he brings it up where he's like no david knew he was gonna die like he knew he knew when a psychic mm. told him um mm. i believe it it's not yeah. without um oh, but yeah, like, but like, with him especially yeah i, I also yeah. have to wonder like how much uh how much belief plays into uh like a diagnosis is a curse like the curse yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like you're gonna live till this it maybe everything is already pointing till that, but if you're like, no, I've lived till I'm 90, maybe then you live to your 85. Like, yeah, maybe there's like some hedging that goes on with those. Remember, yeah. was, <laughs> remember when there was a, I'm not, I won't say the name, but there was a person in, in like the early run of the court, the ancestor course that was like, Hey, has anyone ever used this thing to determine the day of their death? It was some astrological nope. thing, and it was nope. like, Fuck no! What are no. you talking about? Hell that's no. not even like that's the uh, yeah no I I don't want to know I have a I have a suspicion but like I'm I'm good not knowing also like all universes are possible yeah. so like I don't have to be the version of me that necessarily does X Y or Z. Um, My best friend yeah. knows has experienced the moment when he was younger. Oh. He had. Um, he had someone in his life that showed him some stuff 
that i mean from from the sounds of it, it was some kind of like backwoods georgia mystic shit mm-hmm. and like um yeah i don't i don't know the details but i know like my best friend was shown how he would like the moment that he died he doesn't know when oh. it away but he knows how it happens like and oh, it's just weird. this really interesting thing because um he knew that when we met we were like 17 and you know like seven eight years after that he went to afghanistan oh. uh, for a few years uh, a tour and a half <clears throat> and like um and everyone said he had a bubble around him like everyone would be like like yeah no he let him go out first he's got a fucking bubble nothing can hit him like it became a thing um and i think there's something to that like also maybe it's worth buying into what the psychic says because then you get a bubble (laughs) yeah (laughs) because then you might as well (laughs) <laughs> like until then like oh so i'm fucking invincible until i'm 70 yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> and some goonies never say die shit yeah <laughs> like no i think uh, i don't think i'd want to know like i'm too i'm not a sh- I'm, i would uh, yeah that would never i'd be never believe either. it like i won't believe anything until it happens and it's in front of me like fully yeah so like, i have yeah it doesn't matter like i've sat with some things because i have like uh, like a, I have a real mean streak. Uh, like not not in like I don't know how to explain this. Like not in like life and like it's 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 in the astrology. And I'm like, oh, when I look at that, I know what it means because it's there. Where like it's very much a, like a justice oriented thing. But like I've like asked questions of things and been like, oh, like this girl was like murdered. Like, is there something I can do about it? And I've had a spirit be like. You could probably find the murderer, but you'd have to be willing to experience what happened to her because then you'd have to be able to look the thing in the eye, but you could kill him that way. And I was like, no, I'm good. And they're like, yeah, it's better for your life if you don't. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. But like, there's that. And then uh, mm-hmm. something happened actually fairly recently, but it was like, it's like the first and quickest and like loudest I've ever been told, don't ask that uh, by my spirits, which was basically like, it's like so strongly that Owen's like, what are you doing? Because uh, I was like, I asked them this question, and they're like, "No, everything in the house says don't ask that," uh, because it, I basically like another thing. Like it was like you read about like terrible child murders or something, and you wish you mm-hmm. hadn't. And like I basically just asked, like, "Is there an opposite of an elevation? Like, is there such thing as like the opposite of an elevation where you can drag a soul and put them where they fucking belong, so that way they don't rejoin the collective?" And mm-hmm. like the spirits were like, "Do not ask that question." Yeah. Uh, like that's like that is forgotten knowledge uh and i'm like cool 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 i i accept a no uh <laughs> but i but i think about it uh and yeah so like i'm i am like my strengths are very much in that particularly like real malefic like justice-based juju but like i also am like some things are better forgotten if i don't know how to do them it's because it shouldn't be like it's really really interesting to me because i have so many personal feelings and experiences with like bouncing up against my own stuff with justice like yeah um it's it only works if it's not for me like it's if it has to be like it's it's okay like the way i'm going to explain this is like i learned my morality my my morality has been formed by star trek but my should i do this weird shit 
was formed by Mulder in the X Files, <laughs> like because like the only thing the only thing that gets out of get gets you like clean hands is altruism, or like it has to not involve you. It has to straight up be like this could be harmful for you, but it's good for the other person. Um, so if you can't say that, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like that's why like that stuff like really bubbles up for me when I hear like terrible shit where I'm like, no, I got you. Um, mm. Like as far as I know, like. Like I like we have a really good friend who like had a problem with like uh he got married, but then like his one of his ex-boyfriends started stalking him. And I was like, No, I got you. I was yeah. like, Yeah, like we're gonna go to the Botanica and like eight dollars <laughs> and some sulfur are gonna solve this problem real fast. Yeah. Um and yeah, that dude left Boston. Like it happened in Boston. That dude left the state. Um that's all I that's all the confirmation I needed. I don't know what I don't care what happened, I don't care how mean it had to be. Mm. Like this is yeah. really important stuff, like you're touching on the, the nuance here, because <laughs> mm-hmm. like the difference between is my action changing and making someone safer is like mm-hmm. because if it's our if the damage is already done, mm-hmm. you're, you are doing it for you. Mm-hmm. Good point. Right. Like well, or to prevent it from happening again. Like we aren't the police. Like the universe has its own police and they come when the time is right. Like that might be that person's next life. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think, I think our, our, our desire to get involved is like, and I, and I say this as someone who feels this way on a daily basis, like I go back and forth like multiple times per day on this shit, but I always, end up like landing on the actionable do nothing when it comes to like if the damage is already done then my doing it is is like some crusade my doing something about it or taking action against someone who might get away with it Mm. Um, because I have I have people that did things to me when I was an addict that I have their full names and their photos and their fucking like people with gangster names whose real names I have and their birthdays mm. from arrest records and shit. And like, <clears throat> I could, I could do so much to them. And it's, it's one of those things where I keep those fucking photos and that information. I keep it around. Mm-hmm. It's always there. It's like this, I could do this, but what does that actually do? And every once in a while, I, I have to like bounce up against it. Cause it's, it's in there in the drawer with all my other shit. Mm-hmm. And like, I always come, I always, I always struggle with it for a while if I hit it at the right time. And then I land on like, it really is just revenge, isn't it? (laughs) Sometimes. Maybe, maybe putting that person out of commission would prevent them from harming other people's lives. Right. But, but the whole relationality aspect, right? Like they've been gone from my life for years now. Like Mm -hmm. they're they're not in my life anymore. There, Mm -hmm. there are people who are, and none of them are a problem. Like if one of them became a problem, then that would be different. That would be something actionable that might affect the immediate future. But mm-hmm. that yeah. might be like something like in my ideal world, I would have like my materia. I, what I really, really would love is like an old card catalog because I would want to fill some of the drawers with salt and keep my malefic materia wow. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, like as it stands, I just like Mars is right there. Like he's by the front door. Uh, like he's he's a malefic, but I'm an Aries. He's good to me. Like yeah, 
like and I like I constantly pray to him like if you if you if you must send me something please make sure it's something I can handle with my own two hands whatever that means uh like I, I try to just keep that on a like. thing but like like even if it's just a murder like it's like if 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 someone's trying to kill me please they can't get if they if I see them and I see it's coming I can handle it with my own two hands um but I, I do think that like some of that stuff has a place and I think some of that like uh, I don't know like my my chart suggests a lot of like not even like past life stuff but like lineage stuff because guess what like yeah Mars conjunct acumen baby like <laughs> that violent stinger star nonsense um but like like I think that it does have a place it doesn't always have to be revenge like sometimes it's good to just like know that you're going to make different decisions than you would have years ago um and like my thing is like i do divine on it like i've rarely if i've like i've like like trying to think like the things that i i like some of what's going on for me when it comes to like my revenge step is like i have enough of a of a of a court and enough helpers to to like not even like poke me but to be like to keep me actively involved in whatever I'm doing, even if it's Malefica. Mm. Um, but like, like, like I, I have a, I have a Ganesha practice and Ganesha's, Ganesha's usually the one to be like, you can put this down now mm. or to like inform me if like, if I do it for too long, it'll make me sick. Like I've had, yeah, no, like I had years ago, this is years ago now, this is pre-quarantine, but like, I basically was like, uh, cause like I have like, like my worst ex ever. And I, I knew that I had like a lot of pain and hurt still. And it'd been years, but like, sometimes things happen and you're just sort of like oh that's still in the body so like you do your best to like work it out and like every once in a while I'd be like should I just throw at him like would I feel better if I just threw at him and like mm -hmm. Ganesha like was I just did divination on it and Ganesha was straight up like if you do not let this go this will be the thing that gives you cancer mm -hmm. uh and I was like okay cool thank you for helping me reframe that yeah like that's amazing um thank you uh Jai Jai Ganesha and like, <laughs> he's he's great um, but he also like, uh, but he also he but like oh, yeah, let's it's a magic podcast. Let's talk about it. But like he like Ganesha also will like help you. Well, he helped me, but like I I hope for everyone's sake that they get the ability to chance to experience that like the infinite love and compassion of Ganesha. It's amazing. But like he helped me like figure out what part of me like couldn't let go, and like it took me in a spirit, and I was on an island. And like there was a crying child and it was like, oh, that's my ex. Cause it was like the part of him that I knew was like the most messed up because everything happened to him when he was a kid. Hmm. And I basically was like, oh, I've been trying to take responsibility for this child. That's not my responsibility. This is what I'm actually mad at. And if every time I throw, I'm throwing at a child. Uh, hmm. but, and so like Ganesh is like, let's find the adult that he that is actually responsible for this child and i found my ex in spirit and was like take this this is yours and i hope that and like and i you know like was like left him there and then ganesha like like there was a river there was like a water between us and ganesha like made it bigger and bigger and bigger until it was an ocean oh, wow. so we could finally be separated and it was like now he's over there and you're over there and that child is where it needs to be so you can let this go now and like and that was like what that felt like like and it was like cool like that helped me put that need for revenge down because i had to like really dig deep with what it really was right mm -hmm. um and like why things went and it, like I, I some part of me was like i know this is petty but i can't explain it but i was like there this is why 
Um, oh, it's really cool to hear how that worked, how, like the working through it. Like, I love, I love hearing that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah it's really <laughs> Let's cool. See. Like my spirits were like the the most recent malefic like like I do malefic all the time I sound like a monster but like <laughs> like I <laughs> but like like the most recent malefic I did like my spirits put like a timer on it because like I like I just made a jar uh, I was I was uh, the last job I worked like I quit because I discovered my job on Indeed for less money and like they didn't talk to me about it. Uh, like I found it because like I ran, like I was, I was the executive assistant and like, I ran like the, the company, like main email. And we, I got these emails from recruiters that were like, Hey, like that, the, the, like the, the money you're offering for that job listing is too low. You'd have better luck, like recruiting students or like going to these websites. And I was like, that's weird. Go on Indeed, find the thing. And I'm like, y'all shady. Mm -hmm. They went in a jar. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They went right into a jar and I put my two weeks in, but, uh, yeah, deal with it. But, uh, my spirits were basically like, you're only allowed to do that for as long as you worked at the company. So Uh if it goes over that, that's revenge. Interesting. Uh, but, but like, uh, and, but Ganesha can, I, I used to shake it whenever I was mad at them and I would just put it into the jar instead of carrying it around. And like, Ganesha is usually the one who knocks and Ganesha is just sort of like you don't have to shake it you can just leave it there it's a vinegar jar like it doesn't have to be that angry (laughs) like like maybe promise me you'll get rid of it and I was like I promise you that I will get rid of it but I'm sorry I can't do it right now and it's it's you know like he like yeah the infinite compassion of the universe is holding the compassion for me to be like I know you're trying to be a better person (laughs) 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 Like I have stopped shaking it though, so I can I'll probably maybe I'll let it go for Chinese New Year and just like dump it in a river. But I'm like, let's see what happens. As it stands, I like to do a multiple things, so it's also keeping their mouth shut. So like, if I have more job interviews, I don't want them talking shit about me, and that's right. maybe don't get rid of the jar until I'm gainfully employed again. I I think I've only done Malefica like I could count on one hand, and mm-hmm. uh, the amount of times and. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I do way more like love and I, I do stuff for my friends all the time. Like I'm, I constantly have things going on my Venus altar because oh, I'm like, I, oh, yeah. I don't yeah. I, I, you're allowed to tell the listeners, but like, I know that about you. <laughs> no, no, you, you've definitely written a, a fan fiction, a Malefica hyper sigil. That's yeah. uh, slowly <laughs> destroying. <laughs> Eating in the fabric of the world. <laughs> like a moth. Um, <laughs> No, I, I, but, but it's, uh, it's kind of, I, I kind of think it's cool to hear like the, the, like my job was dicking me around. So they just went right in a jar. Like they're just like, you know what? You're hurting me. So I'm just going to like reroute this back to you because yeah. to me that I like that. I, okay. So in, um, in the Rune Soup uh, Protection Malefica course, mm-hmm. like I remember Gordon saying something about Malefica or um, like reversal magic being Malefica, that that was his take. Mm-hmm. And I, at the mm-hmm. time, was kind of like, maybe I can see that. But now I don't think I do anymore. Um, all due respect, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, it depends. I on feel the- like, yeah. To me, it's Jeet Kune Do. It's literally like 
this is not my problem. This goes back to you. I'm not adding anything to this. I just, it's just not mine. Like, it's just, I'm not going to let this land in my life. This is going to go back to where it came from. Like, when you get junk mail and you're like, return to fucking sender. Um, Which is the philosophy of a good bouncer, like and, in and a good martial artist. <laughs> no, if you like Bruce Lee. Like, yes. like, like the idea of, of just using someone's own, someone's um, momentum and their force and their aggression and just allowing that to be the thing that they land on. And, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's. I mean, you're you're just you're just being nice until it's time not to be nice. I mean, obviously. But... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt. I don't know. <laughs> you just have to be nice until it's time to rip someone's throat out. Yeah, I was like, what if he calls my mama a whore? Is she? <laughs> 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 It's a great film. <laughs> there were a lot of really good one-liners in it. Yeah. I think that like Malefica for me is like it's the only it's the it's the thing that came to me instinctually. Like and like I don't like I don't know it's I, I don't think it's an it's I don't think it's necessarily an ancestral gift because I've done work on that. Uh, and I have a pretty clear picture of like what that is. But like, what is your ancestry, like, by the way? I'm very mixed. I'm very, very mixed uh, mm. culturally. I'm, 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 I'm from Jersey, but my my father is from the Bronx, and my mother is from the Philippines. Mm. Uh, so I am, and like my dad's grandma was a Zapatista who had to like flee like the Yucatan, but like she was an anarchist until she died, and like he couldn't hold her down, and like. <laughs> Like there were so, and like she had so many ex husbands, and like her daughters all just like beat the shit out of all of her ex husbands. Like they just because I was I thought that it was like all the same story, and they're like, no, no, that was a different guy. Uh, they beat that. They beat the shit out of him too. Your grandma could fight, and I was like, what? <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah. Like it was like happened multiple times, but like my mom, my mom has my mom's Filipino, but like she has one of her grandmothers was Chinese. And uh, one of her ancestors was some kind of European. Mm. Uh, I don't know what, but like there's like a, I have like dark goddess stuff that is through that. And like Tyra Mond, like the journey for me. And he was like, it's the Calic. Like you have like somebody in your family, like walked with, or like was really devoted to the Calic and it watches over like, the female and like the calic like watches over the female descendants to like make sure nothing gets too crazy mm-hmm. um and i've like and i asked because kai is also like we'll tell you what to do like because i'm just like does she want stuff and he's like no <laughs> 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 like, she's like that she's like gifts of song if you want but like she's she's it's this it's like it's this yeah. motion of like ah, ah, ah. he's 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 amazing with that stuff like oh yeah um the yeah. way that he he has the protocol for like ask them ask them if they need something or what they want and mm-hmm. if, they, if they want something like they need to be elevated mm-hmm. oh <laughs> yeah. that's a really good point yeah it's it's only once they show up and they're like oh no i'm just i'm here for you mm-hmm. that's when they're good to go oh, that's such a good point like forgive my to... forgive my Please ignorance do... what's what is the calic 
the calic is like a she's like a, she's a crone archetype found in like the scot in like uh, scotland ireland like that part of the world okay. uh, she's she's the hag of winter okay uh, and like in scottish mythology like she formed like the hills of scotland and ireland because she carried stones in her apron and like when they and they fell to the ground so like that's what all the the hills are like the dents where like she drops stones Mm. um but like in a lot of like the celtic mythology like she and she and bridget are like the halves of the year so like Ah, the calic is the calic is winter and then she becomes young again and becomes bridget oh wow Um, okay so they're they're kind of the same okay interesting it's an oral tradition so it's like it depends on where you are and like and i don't speak gaelic so i wouldn't be able to like go to the source Mm. um but yeah, like she's like, but she's like a, she's like a crone's crone. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, like the best part is like when like you get, like the thing I love about Kai is that like, you'll, if you come to him with like, oh, X, Y, and Z showed up for me and he'll like, he'll try to, he'll, like, I love his spirit identification. Cause like, you can tell him like this showed up for me. Like I've had these signs and you'll think it's one thing and he'll be like, nah, it's this other thing that has the same, <laughs> like, I can see how you think that, but like we have we had a long spirit id um he did one i think it, either earlier this year or toward the holidays uh because he was he does every once in a while he'll do like open houses where he'll just be like office hours and just people just go in and just chat with him and he'll he'll do stuff uh but like i came to him because i had like i don't really get that many nightmares but i had like the nightmare of nightmares and I was like, I need to ask about this because I have no ID on this. Like, I got nothing because it, it was something that was like, it was like every possible worst thing that could happen to me at once where I like, I woke up and like my worst ex-boyfriend was driving me to my first day of high school. And it was like, it was, it, it was, it was so, it was every possible thing. Like, and like, and those happened 15, 20 years apart, you know, were like, but it was like some part of me that that like knew what was going on was there but compartmentalized and like screaming at me that like that this is wrong and like for some reason I was like in the car being like I shouldn't be here like I shouldn't be here and I don't want to go there and I don't want to be with this person and it was like my ex-boyfriend being like being just like it really hurts me that blah 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 blah. and I was like why do I hate this person (laughs) like why I I was just confused and like my school like I got to school and they told me like like oh like you haven't paid tuition yet you got to pay tuition and I was like why I don't and I I was just confused and woke up in just like cold sweat like and was like oh thank god none of that was real it was just horror like every possible thing like every worst moment in my life happening at once and like, and I brought that to Kai and Kai immediately was like, get a piece of iron, get a piece of iron right the fuck now. <laughs> like, and like, he's like, get some iron, get some salt. We're going to figure this out. <laughs> like, uh, and it turned out to be like, uh, and it turned out to be like an Archon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wasn't just for me though, because he, like the thing that stood out to him was like, it's something that's fucking with your sense of time. Right. And I'm like, yeah. And like, it, he basically was like, it's, it's something that's fucking with you. And like, you have some kind of lineage. Uh, you or your family, somebody has lineage having to do with like the North Star. And it was trying to latch onto you because this motherfucker looks like Father Christmas, but he's not Father Christmas. Uh, and like, we're going to fucking get rid of this motherfucker right now. And it was great. <laughs> it was just like the best, like, 25 minute, like, like, <laughs> let's go to war. <laughs> <laughs> 
what? like folk magic in the kitchen nonsense. Like, let's do this. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> like, and I think that's like it, it was just he does like a live like open house things where you can just yeah. kind of pop in. Yeah, he does like office hours. Like, every, if you follow him on Instagram, oh, like he'll he'll post it. Yeah, like well, usually not Instagram. Like he'll post. Um, how does he do it? I mean, I, I my, the main way I keep in touch with him is Instagram. But like he yeah. will do like um, yeah, like he'll post it on Instagram, but then he'll like post. I forget where the link came from, either on his website or adjacent, because I know it's not Twitter. Um. But yeah, like, and I think like going back to what we were talking about with like, I haven't taken Gordon's protection magic uh, course. Um, but like, I also agree with you that I would disagree that it's malefic because it's a mirror. Like a mirror is not malefic. And it very much depends on the, 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 um, the traditions that you come up in possibly. Like my first formal education was hoodoo. Like, like I like I did stuff like I just I was a library kid I read everything I read everything I had like a vague god practice and then when like my life fell apart is when stuff started talking to me like like I had uh like I was I remember now I was broke as a joke like I hadn't worked in forever uh like I, I hadn't worked in forever I had like a oh I remember now See, I'm debating like how like it's it's not even like debating how vulnerable I just don't need to like part of me is like, oh, I don't need to make this all about me. Uh, <laughs> but, well, I mean, I mean that's kind of the point of this. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> but like I because well, like I'm a I'm a former sex worker and I don't talk about it a lot. Like I was I was a oh. former dominatrix and like I stopped because a client drugged me. But like and I'm fine. Oh, I'm totally fuck. fine. I'm fine. Uh I'm fine. Um and it's the kind of thing where part of me is like, I'm fine. Am I, com- am I compartmentalizing that I'm fine? And my spirit's like, no, no, you're good. You're good. And I'm like, thank you. But like when he drugged me, I saw, I saw stuff that I shouldn't have seen. I vaguely had my God practice at the time, but I barely knew what I was doing. I was very, very damaged. And I, I like, ref- like, I was damaged to the point like I refused to work with quote unquote male gods. I got over that. <laughs> Actually, I got a little bit past gender. But like I, I, I had a Venus practice, I had a Hecate practice, and I had an Artemis practice. Um, but like then those were like I will somehow fix my life with these three. Um, well, you and did. Then, I mean, it led you to healing the relationships to be able to have those other like you know. It did. Well, it's Venus is the one that's had the most patience with me because I didn't know I was doing it wrong for like no shit like four or five years. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't until I had like sphere and sundry materia. And like work with that for like a year. And then I was like, oh my God, I've been doing this wrong. And I could feel the spirit being like, come on, sweetie. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm using the wrong tools. She's like, you're right there, sweetie. And I'm just sort of like, oh my God, I can just have nice things. And she's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's fuck yeah. Like she was like, like Venus was like so hyped for me to like figure it out and like heal that wound um, around that. But like, um, Artemis, Artemis is the one, Artemis is the first one where like, I, that was the first one I had where like, if I did, if I wasn't magically operant, I would just think I was crazy. Uh, but it happened after like the incident I'm talking about, cause the incident I'm talking about, um, like, so a client drugged me, I'm fine again, disclaimer, but, and he, he, he tried to do the thing that you think he tried to do. 
But while that was happening, I was tripping out and I saw 10 swords enter his body and he stopped. And I, and I basically was like, huh. And like went into another room, sobered up, took the train left and like quit immediately, quit pretty much immediately. Uh, because I was like, I, my, I know my body, I know what's going to happen and I'm, I'm not going to be okay. But on the train home, I was based, like, I, I know what I had been asking for vaguely, but like, it's, 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 it's drug memory. So you know how yeah. it is. Like, it's not coherent. You remember the images. And I'm like, I saw that. And I basically was like, I think I called out for nemesis. Like, I think I asked for nemesis and I don't know what to do about that because I think she responded and I did cards for it. Ten of swords. And I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> mm. Son of a bitch. Um, and I was just like, oh, like, I guess like I, I, I made a bunch of like, I was like really, really like trying to bend over backwards, trying to think of like the logic to it. I know now as a better practitioner, like it's not about logic. You asked for help, something asked, something responded. That's fine. Yeah. That's all that matters. Um, and I, at the time I was like, did Hecate like send her? Like, what's the narrative here? And then like, right. I didn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like I, I'm basically like, who do I thank? Like, who do I send a gift card to? Like, like who receives the edible arrangement? Of, <laughs> I have <laughs> a cookie with a blank card. <laughs> yeah. like, thanks, I imagine, like, I imagine that would just confuse Nemesis. Yeah, no, well, because I didn't know what to do, and because like, I, and I've, I've, I studied classics, so like everything you know of Nemesis is if you, if she shows up, it's not technically a good thing. Hmm. Um. But like I realized, like, I mean, at this point in my hindsight, it, it could have even been Venus because like sex workers were sacred to her and she probably was like, and no one smites motherfuckers like Aphrodite did. Mm. But like, like that's all fair. Um, it could have even been the face of something else. It could have been a family member because like, oh my God, uh, Rev, you'll love this. Like when I called in like warrior ancestors, yeah. I did, I, I saw them, but I didn't recognize them for what they were because like what showed up was women with machetes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't see you. Like, I don't know why I thought it would be men. And they're like, what have men done? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking great. <laughs> and I was like, sick. <laughs> I'm like, interested in the machete part. Like, yeah. I got That's, a lot of jungle that sounds Filipino to me. Machete. Yeah there's, a, yeah. there's a lot of jungle people in my lineage. That's like, so cool. <laughs> who like who like would not apologize if they had to do malefic shit <laughs> like no yeah um but uh let's see no but like after that like I didn't work for a while um and like and, I, and like my therapist was like oh just go back to your old job and I was like about that and uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh like you're funny uh she didn't know but like you know yeah it's like that's the thing about mental health is like you have to tell them just enough for them to not commit you <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's definitely a trap it's a trap that can be helpful if you know how if you know that it's yeah. a trap <laughs> if you navigate it yeah. but like like a month or two after that i was walking in griffith park and like uh and like i id it as artemis but like it could be something older but i use it very broadly because like I know what that spirit feels like to me but like I was walking in the park and I was basically like at rock bottom where I was like don't know what to do like and like uh, something was basically like please don't 
pretend that you haven't done everything you could. Like you have to let that go. And then it showed me a memory of myself from outside of myself. Um, when I was like five, six years old, I tried to kill a bear. Um, Aries. <laughs> um, it, it's exactly what it sounds like. It was incredibly stupid. It was just like a black bear. So like it wasn't like the most violent or dangerous of bears. Oh, just a black bear. <laughs> you fucking weak child. But, <laughs> but my family used to go camping and uh, that's all you really need to know. Like I, my family used to go camping and my favorite toy when I was a child was this plastic bow and arrow. I was obsessed with it. Absolutely obsessed with it. And like my dad very much played into like the fantasy of this bow and arrow. He would take me to archery ranges and there would be like actual fucking archers and like my ass, my child ass, like on the end with my plastic toy, be like, dad, dad, I shot a wolf, dad, I shot a wolf. (laughs) And like my my dad would be there like reading a magazine being like, yep, you sure did. Good job. (laughs) And, but when when we used to go camping, one day while we were, one day at the, we were camping, we walked away, we came back, bear had been in our stuff. And my dad was like, oh, uh, I'll, I'll go get more food. You like left me, me and my sister, and my mom. And I was like six and my sister was like three and was like, you guys clean up. I'll go get us some more food. Here's the key part of the story. My arrows are in the car. So my dad drives off. Um, while my dad is gone, the bear comes back with its cub to, to finish eating. My mom immediately grabs my sister, assuming that I will be smart and just follow her. That's not what happens. <laughs> what I what happens is I go, I'll save you, mommy, and run for my bow. And my mom like can't even make noise because bear. And so she's like sitting there, Sophie's choicing it, being like, Well, this is a smart one, but that one's so loyal. <laughs> well, I'm like running around the camp because I found my bow, but I can't guess what? I can't find my arrows because as I said. They're in my dad's car. <laughs> so I'm like running around this campsite with my bow being like, mom, where are my arrows? And like, <laughs> and like, thank God nothing happened. But like down the way, like there was another couple camping, like way far down. The wife sees what's happening, immediately grabs her pants and starts making noise. And her husband runs in, grabs me under the arms uh, and drags me out. And I have no concept of this at all being dangerous. There's no part of me that didn't assume that I wasn't going to kill this bear. Like, (laughs) like, and it was like my mom's favorite story for years and years. And it didn't even occur to me till I was like 22 that it was dangerous. Like, because I just never thought about it except through the lens of being a six-year-old where I was capable of murdering the bear. Sure. Um, But like, like someone said when I was like 22 and they're just sort of like, oh, that's so crazy. And I was like, wait, (gasps) I should be dead. hell but i'm at rock bottom walking through griffith park and something shows me this memory of myself from outside of myself and showed me like i like there are details in that memory that i forgot like i remembered the coat that i was wearing and it because it was me it was i was watching myself and i was basically like you have loved me for this long and it was like yes and it was like and i was like oh my god you're real and just like yes and i was like shit i gotta do a lot of magic and i well and i burst into tears but <laughs> so i'm just like weeping on the trail in griffith park Fuck. um and then like so I, I went on a lot more hikes to like clear my head and like you know my life eventually did turn around hooray 
but like the last thing she gave me uh because that was just like a real potent time because I was just like real hungry real desperate and like didn't know what I was uh, rock bottom is a place <laughs> like but like she eventually <laughs> yeah, I got some postcards yeah <laughs> like but she like uh the the particular proto bear goddess spirit that I refer to as just Artemis because she's older than all of her Greek stories. Like she handed me, uh, she handed me a, a knife, just like a little knife, and like in spirit. And she was like, "You drop this, you you drop this." And I was like, "Oh, like thank you." Like what is it? She's like, "It's it's your childhood courage, because a child's courage is still courage." Um, and so she gave that back to me. Um, and I was like, fuck yeah. So like when I go into spirit, I'm constantly armed. Mm. Uh, and then like, that's like, yeah. <laughs> I haven't thought about that in so long. Uh, yeah. I think it's fascinating that uh, this is all revolving around Artemis, who's the goddess of the hunt. Yeah. And you She's were obsessed a with a bow and arrow. Oh yeah. No, which... it, was, it was so many things were literal. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's so interesting like when you were saying that that like the being shown like I've been with you all this time kind of thing like I've had that too uh, yeah. well that's when I got her attention like apparently mm. uh, well, yeah <laughs> she's like holy shit this kid's trying to kill a bear sick yeah <laughs> that's I've, I mean I've had that too it's it's with someone that is somewhere in between a bunch of different goddesses mm -hmm. it's like i don't know like they laughed at me when i asked for their name you know oh yeah um, but there's some very specific traits uh mm -hmm. none of which match anyone in particular they're kind of like mm -hmm. all over pinging different places and it's like maybe that's part of the point but either way this one's always been with me like there's mm -hmm. even there's even this part where it's like they've shown me things from the outside but they've also there's also this weird like is this my mother or is this like the bigger me that I'm turning into as I graduate from being human into something else mm -hmm. like there's this weird like I actually can't tell what this spirit relationship is um because there's such a um that feeling of like I've always been there and I I know you so thoroughly um it's mm -hmm. so strange like that that, that would just when you said like that that moment and the holy shit you're real through that is fuck yeah yeah like it, it was definitely like the first like yeah like what i've learned in my practice throughout the years is like if something happens we're like if we're like if, if you didn't believe in magic it would make you believe in magic just mm -hmm. take it <laughs> yeah exactly just take it <laughs> I spent I spent years kind of like fighting them and and like pulling them apart. Mm -hmm. It was like almost like this. I dare you. Like I need you to fucking break me. Yeah, prove it to me. Um, yeah. Which I'm, you know, I'm sure that's in my chart. But like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, I got a lot of Scorpio shit going on. So like, that's fair. But that that it, it worked, you know. But like, but it it would have been a lot easier to just take it. And it does kind of looking back feel like, man, that must have like been annoying to the spirits that were giving me these amazing experiences every yeah. time. It's like, well, it could have been this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to skip right past this and demand more from you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
fuck? Do you know what it takes to arrange in a crazy event just to impress you stupid humans? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I once had a spirit, like, turn all the lights off on a building. Uh, like, middle of the night. This wasn't, like, a during-the-day thing. This was, like, driving around at night during quarantine. And I just, like, it's a, there's a well-known workplace in Los Angeles in the media industry. And I was just, like, we're driving past it. And I asked uh, one of my spirits, like, should I work there? All the lights shut off. <laughs> All the lights shut off. And I was like, I okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the fact that something happened makes me want to think yes, because if so, <laughs> nothing would happen. We don't know. Like, I don't know. Or like someone could have been in the window waving. Like there could, there's lots of ways this could happen. Like, I don't like we don't want you to see that. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> usually I try to drop into what would make the most poetic personal sense to me because I assume mm. the spirits are like digging into my depths and trying to communicate it the best they can with the bullshit that I have cluttered up my insides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Totally. Uh, like usually I feel like the just the feeling you have. But if I doubted it all, then I end up divining anyway. And I'm like, then why did they, did they do the thing just to get me to roll the dice? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Well, sometimes it's because, like, I think some of it is because they're trying to, this is all speculation, but, like, because they have to interact with beings that experience time linearly, where it's like, yes, what's ahead of you is, like, uncomfortable. Sure. But you need to do this thing to get to this particular crossroads to get to this particular thing that you asked me for or what have you like i definitely find it helpful to like cross work with spirits that are uh bigger like gods or angels or things that are sort of more outside of time and then like go to the dead who are like we remember Mm -hmm. exactly how it feels to be human and how much that sucks and what time is like um there's just a lot more empathy and compassion there like even with saints even with saints that like may not have actually ever been humans who died literally right but if they carry that there it's something weird happens where i think they're like sewn into the story of being human and they Mm -hmm. uh, they like somehow can like tap into that perspective too because there is even like in more mythical saints there's still more like humanity than in some spirits it's weird Mm -hmm. Well, like some, and they got jokes. This is what I find is they got jokes. <laughs> yes, uh, they, they all got jokes. Like I was like doing a Saint Michael thing, and I was basically like, "Oh, like Saint Michael, if I have like a boon, I'd like to like design a perfume for you." And like he was like, "Put blackberries in it," and I like had to think about that. And I was like, "That's funny." Like huh. Saint Michael got jokes. Like, do you know why that's funny? I can tell the story. Yeah, tell it. Oh no, because because like Michaelmas is supposed to be the last day that you can eat blackberries because 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 Saint Michael threw the devil in a blackberry bush and then the you know the devil like got out oh, of the blackberry bush and like pissed on it and like yeah, spit yeah. on it and was like fuck you blackberries. That's so. interesting because here <laughs> here in Scandinavia it's after um or at least in Denmark it's the the story <laughs> is that it's after Saint John's Eve. Hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> It might just be a seasonal thing. <laughs> no cool story. Yeah. Cool story. No, it's, it's probably just when they start rotting. Like <laughs> all possible. But yeah, he was like, put blackberries in it. And I was like, you got jokes. That's that is, that's amazing. <laughs> I love the idea. I feel like a joke from St. Michael is almost like sort of like uh an autistic joke. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, like <laughs> there's, there's this very like, aha, I am funny now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I followed formula I studied. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is a reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a mean reference <laughs> i will give you my notes later you can follow. <laughs> uh, michael's not necessarily like that it's it just there's this weird like i'm so far from human that when i relate to human i have to be like ha ha look at me <laughs> that's how it feels when angels do shit like that to me <laughs> he does very like thorough things as far as like like i i I was raised Catholic. I obviously like I was a bad atheist for a couple of years and then now I'm what I am. But um, I was very, very like based with things that I like rejected as a teen have all like come back extra loud because like it was very much like I don't work with male <laughs> gods. And now I'm like hilarious, like gender, Peshaw. Like, yeah, Mercury does not identify as male. He identifies as a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's a really good quote. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, I definitely have, like, met people who were like, well, you know, they, them. And it's like, that's true, but only because, like, Mercury is, 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 like, multitudinous and, like, he does not care like (laughs) does not care in the slightest and also because you guys are sitting here like arguing about it yeah like that's fair yeah he's in the argument he lives in the argument hail to the bismuth god um but uh but like like that happened then i was like no i'm never gonna do churchy stuff again and then i got to like you know when you get into folk magic you realize like oh they just like don't teach you like the fun sexy parts of like folk catholicism and like some saint practice and like, I, like, started working with Archangel Michael, like, half on a whim, but just to be, like, let me just see if that if this will work. Um, like, I'm also, like, I had, like, a multi-year obsession with protection magic. Um, but, like, that was part of that, because it was, like, oh, these seem to be related. Like, there's, like, a ro- lot of really potent uncrossing work you can do with St. Michael, so I might as well just build this relationship. Um, and I remember, like, circa oh it was Vanessa Gillen it was like that when like the the arm when the army officer disappeared off of Fort Hood like disappeared from Fort Hood and it was like oh did, did this person in the army like she was obviously murdered but it was like are they gonna figure it out are they gonna find her body that thing I do a lot like I do a lot of like revenge stuff throwing based on what is in the news I, I really gotta rein that in but also you know but like I, that was one of the things I brought up to Saint Michael, and I was like, Saint Michael, you're the general of God's army. This is no way to run an army. Like, um, like a, a soldier is missing. There's mismanagement at this, at this place. And like I did that for like months. Like every time I did Saint Michael prayers, I would do my prayer. I would do my, I would do my rosary. I would do whatever I was doing. You're like would, shame on you. <laughs> yeah, and I would just like always bring up like make sure I brought up Fort Hood I make sure that I brought up like Vanessa Gillen is still missing like you are the general of God's army this is no way to run an army like show them how it's done like like show them how That's it's such done. a like PGM yeah. approach how dare you this is your office get your <laughs> fucking house in order <laughs> prince of the angel prince of the church of jesus no <laughs> why do you I'm, suck at this i'm kidding we're joking I, like, I know it was it wasn't him i was just like pointing just sort of like they call themselves an army they call themselves leaders saint michael show them how leadership is done like yeah, saint yeah. michael people need to be held accountable like what yeah, would you gets, do what would you do it's, like it gets your attention like if, if yeah. someone came to me and was like you know 
oh, oh, host of the soapbox. Well, then why do you have notes? I'd be like, you got me. You got me. I'm a phony. Uh, but like, um, but yeah, but they did eventually find, uh, they found what had happened. They did eventually figure out what happened, but yeah. And FYI, that's a really, really fun thing to bring to St. Michael's table is like, if, yeah, because it's his wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> I actually felt like I went too far with that. Like I was like, oh, no, no, not from you guys. Like I felt like I went too far with that. I was like, okay. like St. Michael does not understand the joke. Like It, like, it was like, the, what the fuck are you? on about over here and I was yeah. like no it's you're just laughing get it yeah <laughs> no like it also felt like like a thing that I could actually talk to him about like it was very much like um like have you ever like had to like relate to somebody so you like try to find out like what tv they watch so you can at least talk about that yeah yeah, mm, yeah. that like that was me trying to bring that to the table to be like I would like to have like something we can really talk about and I'm mm. outraged by this as I'm sure you should be St. Michael like, like yeah like I oh I'm yeah because it was basically like how can I appeal to you from like the facet of myself that like believes in justice like this is the part of you I want to show you uh, and connect with you with so I can learn how to do this better mm-hmm. um yeah like he does like I I I will admit that like he does he is very very good at like not even like righteous anger but like utilitarian like what does that mean like anger is the part of you that believes something needs to be done mm-hmm. like in a in a person so like that that's that practice has been good for that for me <laughs> yeah 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 I, I definitely find like for myself it's it's easier to petition for uh some sort of resolution of an injustice than it mm-hmm. is for me to try and like cause something myself then then it's in it's like me calling attention to something like you were saying it's mm-hmm. like you're calling attention this needs attention this needs attention which is, mm-hmm. is exactly what healing is right like mm-hmm. it's it's the same you're healing like you're mm-hmm. healing something that's out of place um in the universe but mm-hmm. you're not trying to do it all yourself which is exactly the same concept you should use for healing right like it's mm-hmm. like open the space and like ask for help um yeah, I, I dig that a lot because I don't think the final say is up to us. Like there, there's a, there's some shit going on. Like most of the shit that's going on is the shit we don't know about. So mm-hmm. like, yes, almost, exactly. Almost everything that happens, I don't know about. <laughs> almost everything. Yep, and like there are like supposed like there's like especially when things are or are systemic, like there are technically checks and balances in place. Like just because it's not happening on the time timeline that you want it, doesn't mean it's not, is not the same thing as inaction. Right. Um, yeah. Per se. Right. But still like having the passion and the, the wherewithal to like call attention to it. It's like, that feels like uh, a responsibility is, you know, even. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, it's, it's, maybe it's because I was raised Catholic where it's like, at least pray. <laughs> yeah. Like at least pray on it. It's really interesting by like my Saint Cyprian prayer, the daily one that I do, mm-hmm. that's in the chat book, and like I'm, I'm sure you have it too. Oh, we absolutely do. It's great. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think it's uh, a great cover. Yeah, no, the cover is the best part. I, I, it's, <laughs> it's actually that's actually what the cost is. The rest, everything else was free. <laughs> everything past the cover is just a bonus. 
you're paying for the cover. Uh, I didn't, but you are. Uh, <laughs> um, no, uh, I, I actually started changing, like, when I say it, instead of saying, uh, um, what, uh, compassion when possible and justice when necessary. I've been yes. saying compassion when possible and force when necessary. Mm. Because I've, like, for me, that, like, more clearly defines what it is I'm talking about. I'm not, like, like we were saying earlier, like, making an action to prevent harm that mm -hmm. is potential and incoming mm -hmm. that's that calls for force more mm -hmm. than justice mm -hmm. justice is sort of an after the fact thing that i'll petition for but i will never like enact justice i like that i like that a lot because i i what i like about a lot of like folk magic practice is that like which has like this is, i this is what i noticed in like cyprian work is that like, uh, like folk magic is very practical. Like Malefica and a lot of Malefica practices are practical. Like like they were meant to be practical. Like some people would consider love magic Malefica, but like the odds are that like the tradition that comes from like if your husband ran off with another woman before the harvest, you were asked out. Like you could starve to death you could die like you need you needed your husband <laughs> like, mm. or you needed a man to help you do the thing that's what love magic is for yeah like adultery yeah. was was like life-threatening malefica yeah exa exactly oh, like, like it's, it's like a life it's a self-defense thing <laughs> yes like like yeah it's not for like like when you get like hardcore stuff like when you get into the stuff of just sort of like well yeah like make sure he eats some of your bodily fluids and like like feed it to him it's like that like that doesn't have like a place for like your 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 tinder date like it's not for that <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't have that <laughs> they didn't have like there might have been casual dating but like how big would the town have been like yeah you were all fighting over like the one guy who had the best livestock maybe but like if, if it was like it, it was literally practical it was literally so you could survive the winter <laughs> like but like but a lot like like i'm using love magic as like the example but like like reversal magic same thing like if 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 something was happening and your crops were dying and you suspected it was someone casting the eye on you you wake up in the morning you piss into a pot and you boil it obviously <laughs> yeah <laughs> you start there like, <laughs> like, like you, you start there like you talk to who you need to because like 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 things could go wrong very very badly like and also like i you have like it's also kind of thing like you have to know i do believe that you should learn malefica so you know how to protect from it like i, I don't think yeah. it's possible to teach one without the other i mean it's possible but how effective can it possibly be because if you get someone who really wants to fuck you up like you not knowing how to throw a curse how to how to how, how you're not going to see it coming i actually like, think that more than anything it's the yeah. uh the fear that mm -hmm, it takes it takes the it takes some of the fear out of it once you've like actually done it yourself yeah but not nearly as much as if you've actually gotten really fucking hit hard with some yourself and survived mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. like because well, that's happened to me a few <laughs> more than i'd like to admit and like um <laughs> like at some point you're just like oh all right 
this mm. doesn't kill me. And every time I just learn better how to defend myself and like not ever have to really retaliate. Like once mm. you get to the point where, because like one, every time it's happened, every time I suspect someone, I don't fucking do anything. I just do like I'm rubber, you're glue type shit a lot. Yep. And then, uh, and then those people fall on their asses within like a month. Mm-hmm. every every time um except for like once i think yeah i mean like yeah <laughs> it's just built into the system i think i think there's something about like as long as you're not afraid because because i do think that is this like um feel uh almost, almost like terrain theory but mm-hmm. spirit wise like um if you if if shit starts going wrong around you and you're like I know this is this is more than coincidence. Some bad shit is landing. When that hits you and you're like, uh-oh, it got through. That moment of saying, uh-oh, it got through is like the diagnosis, that's the curse yeah. that you give yourself and you just let it in all mm-hmm. the way. Like mm-hmm. at that point, that's what, that's what I figured out by letting it happen a few times. Um, Fair. Um, and like, I've, I know the difference between like when that's actually something trying to get in and it does. And when it's myself just crossing myself from being paranoid, because I've done that too. Like, like I have good experience with both. And one of them is a very, very different thing where you know that like hooks just landed in you oh. like a fish. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck, this is a thing. I have to like really work this out now. Oh. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Once you once you survive it a few times and you kind of figure out like it doesn't kill you, you just have to like stop thinking and go do all the things that you know to do that get it off you. It yes. becomes like not as scary anymore. Well, it's that plus like I I, I mean like I, I I have a pretty regular cleansing practice, but like the something I was taught. I've never have I done this. Hang on, let me think about this. I don't want to be lying. <laughs> like, um, no, but I've considered it. Oh, oh, I did. Shit. Okay, fine. That's on me. But like, uh, just, it was, so no, there's this it, guy Brian who has this no. podcast, and man, what a fucking asshole! <laughs> no, it was, it was, it was. I learned, uh, I learned this from Cat Ironwood. I learned it from Catherine Ironwood um, because there actually is a place for for knowing this. But like, if you need to like really really get at somebody um you need to cleanse the daylights out of them first because like you need to like because you can cleanse someone to strip them of protection but that has a place because some people are cursed with blessings um but like she said that she had like she she the example she gave was like if a client has trouble like meeting women and it turns out that like his mother had like put a thing on him to be like oh you're only going to meet the perfect woman Right. But then, you know, he goes and goes and goes without dating. And that's just like, right. it even can just be a narrative. It doesn't even have to be like an on-purpose thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. Like, it's like throwing the eye, but like, you meant well. Right. Uh, like, like the you have to cleanse them like that happened. Like, you're trying to strip all the armor off because it doesn't fit. If you're mm. really, if you, if you need to. Like, well, if you need to, or if you divine on it, and it basically is like, it's going to bounce back. Like, what you actually do is, is this is what I love about hoodoo because it's a lot of like how do you pivot how do you maneuver or like because like the, I love cursing people with blessings like not again not like I do this like 10 like I don't do it a lot 
this is not like how I spend my time. <laughs> um, but like it, it's the easiest. We thing know you're lying now. Now, know. now we know where there's. Like, no, seriously, it's, it's fine. I've never done this. I've never done. There's like a there. What everyone can't see on the video right now is that there's like a crucified rabbit in the back. With like... There, there's like, there's like, man, that's that's my my money tree. My painting. My friend Andrew did that painting as of a Pokemon ball of a Pokeball. Uh, and my colleague, my colleague, my colleague, Ma Candle, and um, some wood carvings by my uncle because he does woodwork. Uh, he's a former graffiti artist, and uh, he trans he translated that into woodwork. So he does like woodwork tags. Um, oh, but nice. every, every but every Christmas he'll do like I don't know if you can see this, but like this is like a graffiti joy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's nice. That he does. And this is my this is actually my Yule altar that I have to clean up, but I'll get to it. This is, uh, this is all around the uh, rabbit. It's a really busy background. Thank you. No, there is no <laughs> If there was, I would name it after Lestat. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, oh, what oh, a dead sorry. rabbit in that fanfic. Oh, but cursing with blessings because it's not technically it's possible to do Malefica to somebody without it being malefic. It just is let it be effective. Like if you have an annoying coworker or something, you can just be like, oh, I'm going to bless you by you get the greatest job of your life and it has the best health insurance. And it's in Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> like like that kind of stuff. But like you basically like pivot that onto cleansing. Or and someone, just... someone that's like, like I like the idea of someone that's a little bit uh, uh, trying to prove themselves and you can kind of like feed the ego to like, so they yes. get kind of like out of control, like going too fast at the wheel. Oh, a good one. Oh, yeah. so good. <laughs> and you just sit back and chill and do your job. Yeah, like, or you can just do it so you are surrounded by the people who think that you are the smartest person in the world. Yeah. Like, so that way you, like, get them into, you know, you make the room around them smaller. Um, it's or, the kind of like, stuff I do my best not to think about. And I just surround yeah. with friends now. I'm like, if there's anyone I start to feel like I might need to use Malefica against, I just stop being around them. Yes. Well, that, like, yeah, cutting cutting them out is the best medicine. Uh, cutting them out is the best medicine. I just I have... Country, so. Completely fair. Yeah. I mean, like, that's like, that's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's the best way to do it. Because like, I like, I'm too old to just be like, why do I need to around, be around a person I don't know? I don't like. <laughs> like um, I don't know how much time I have left. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, it's like, like, there's no need for this. Um, it's, it drains my energy. I don't care for it. Um, like once the first nuke drops, they're gonna roll out the UFO <laughs> narrative. And God knows what happens then microwaves fucking who knows. 5G zombies, it's going to hit the fan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's, I guess if I have one tip, it's if you need to do stuff and it really needs to stick, cleanse them first and then then go in. Yeah, it's uh, really good advice. And I just want to be clear, this is, those were not conspiracy theories at all. These were oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> all good things. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah no i love that but i i think i find that i think people generally with malefica they want to go into the baseball bat you know yeah well there's there are, you're there are usually, other weapons. usually mad when you do it it's like that's the worst time that's when it's sticky <laughs> point well that's how you get the stuff that hurts you back because the average person doesn't even know how to fight with a baseball bat um like you could just use a scalpel but like 
Like, don't use a bat when a scalpel will do. And like, you know, if you if you have some oil and you pour some oil into it, they mix. But mm. if you just chill the fuck out for a while until you, if you or if, if it's something you're totally detached from, like the idea of looking in the news and being like, someone didn't get caught for this murder. I'm going to try and get this person caught who's mm-hmm. guilty for the murder. Mm-hmm. Like that's you don't have a dog in that fight other than like on a larger macro, like moral level. So there's. Mm there's not that risk so it almost i feel like that might be more effective and, and it's like the opposite of what you'd think but uh, mm-hmm. but i do think so i because I, I i think like um i think of retaliating with the same or a similar emotion mm-hmm. that you were hit with uh, or a similar like sort of malice it i feel like you kind of just glob together and sink like there's mm-hmm. just this like you both just get fucked which is the lesson of Dalton. Rule number three, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes, I think that's one of the most important rules in the whole world. Just, it's that simple. Like, And there are times when when being like a pot stirrer is, is, is important and the, and the agitators are necessary in the world. Mm-hmm. The agents of change, whether they be like, uh a, a little bit too harsh with their comedy or a little bit like offensive with their art or um just like an asshole when they're drunk like, yeah. like i they they all serve their purpose and they all have their their place um it's mm-hmm. just a matter of like even doing the ungraceful things is in in their yeah. their own grace yeah well some of it i mean like when you when you say that like to me that is offering people like the grace to make mistakes Cause like sometimes, oh. sometimes oh. like sometimes because sometimes those things are like I'm trying something and it fell flat. Like, well, you tried and now we know not to do that. That's or, not a very popular thing to do these days. Yeah, making. Oh, that's like, I. Like, I'm so like, terrified. It's cool. <laughs> I'm so terrified of that being like the future because like this is like the generation below us is the first one to like record everything. And like, I would have changed my name if you if like if like my old live journals and like open diaries like if those were like still attached to me, like no, like well, that's the like, real reason they have to switch to machine leadership. Like they have to switch to like AI leaders because they can't they can't have politics. It has to be like global yeah. globalization because now they can't politicians can't exist because everyone does something stupid at some point and then yeah. now. You cannot escape being canceled. What well, I well, or I, worse I, wa- I wonder if it if there's like a an inversion where like uh you know every human on earth had an OnlyFans, so now <laughs> that that doesn't like so there's no there's no moralizing against every anybody because they everybody did weird fucked up shit that's on the internet. Like I wonder <laughs> if it gets to that point. That's that's that was that's where I wanted to take that line of thinking where like it might be making it impossible for anyone interesting to become like leadership mm. or or become like or 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 to get involved in politics like yeah <laughs> like, when, was there a time when interesting people were allowed to be politicians depending like I mean like I, I, I guess Kennedy was interesting eh. well, Genghis Khan. Kennedy was pretty. I mean, I like I have a lot of Texans in my life, so I have a certain affection for LBJ. That was just like beaten into me. But, <laughs> but 
Um, like, like I, I'm not saying he wasn't a psychopath. I'm not saying he wasn't monstrous. And I'm definitely not arguing for the Vietnam War. But it did take that ridiculous, monstrous psychopath who knew how to play the Senate better than anybody. Food stamps, Clean Air Act, Civil Rights Act. <laughs> like, like the list goes on. Like he got a lot of stuff uh, that we that like happened to be like on our side, on like the side of like yay. Like, and he did it out of spite. He That's largely pretty, did it out of spite. <laughs> it's pretty difficult to be thankful for anything in America without yes. uh, being thankful for also an evil that came along with it or twenty. Yeah. It tends like there are no clean hands. Yeah. There are no clean hands in American politics. It's like there's there's no clean hands in voting. There's no clean hands in whatever. You do your best. Hang on. I'm uh, I'm gonna tweet tweet about uh, clean air on my phone and uh, child labor laws. And yeah, <laughs> there. Uh, oh, which I, I laugh, I but it's not funny. Screen. But also, I just no. broke my screen. I don't have to buy a new phone. <laughs> hope those hope those batteries are still flowing. Are <laughs> cruelty free? <laughs> but, <laughs> like, I mean, you need you need kids to work on them. They're such small parts. I mean, yeah, it's just delicate well, touch. Oh, delicate hands. Small, <laughs> small tunnels. Small tunnels. <laughs> the mines. But yeah, like if we're only getting like pure Lisa Simpsons, like are they actually going to know how to get things done in a place where that has like you need to know where the bodies are buried, like, mm-hmm. like, possibly like gets like or. We have to weigh in your. You have to weigh in one hand or another, like which bodies are worth burying over what you need. Uh, well, yeah, but it'll just be like it has been. It'll be uh, a bunch of people in the background doing all that shit. Yeah, and then some clown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Maybe, like, it'll, maybe think... it'll be an actual clown at some point. That would some, be amazing. Some literal stand-up comedian or or a, like fucking like reality show host, like Jesus yeah. oh. Christ, our world. That's a, that's the part that has changed since Kennedy because that was television and he was handsome. So like that's when the politician became celebrity. Mm, true. true. Um, um, but yeah, I don't He's know. Also Some, like the only politician that ever tried to fight the CIA. So I mean, here's uh, here's the thing. A lot of what we know about JFK's like record was also propaganda that lbj got to use to get a lot of stuff done because like once kennedy got shot he was able to be like it's what jack would have wanted (laughs) (laughs) like so that like that is very much a thing that has colored kennedy's legacy without you know anybody really talking about it i think what's really interesting about like uh politics and media and stuff like in you know the past however many years is like um since mass media is Mm. everything everything that happens it's like an (laughs) <laughs> that, that was my cat yes it's <laughs> like lightning bolt across the screen she does this <laughs> like literally every single thing that happens that we hear about in the media it's like an evil version of things that happen in nature mm. it's like everything that happens in out in the world right there's like a million different like the beginning of it there's a million different things taking part and benefiting from it and and at the end of it there's a million and all the times in between everything's coexisting and everything's feeding off of each other and that's how like psyops work is it's like they'll they'll be like this thing's gonna happen but like as this tragedy happens that's just like a news distraction we'll make sure that there are a few people we wanted rid of in that building at the same time and then like 
also will have this other shell company like get hired to build the building that goes in its place and you know what i mean like it's like oh the wonder and beauty of nature and all its moving parts except it's just this horror (laughs) 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 just like like going like yeah like like scavengers eating a cor- eating a eating an apex predator corpse <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like the, the fast motion fox you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> like a snake eating a bird <laughs> like, yeah. getting eaten by a hawk like circle of life <laughs> sorry i went up i went up the rails no, no, no. <laughs> it's, also, it's also like what time in the morning where you are like, I, this has been like a valiant effort. It's 4.51 a.m. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Like <laughs> a time that I do see more often than I'd like, but because I play video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually like, do I have, do I have it in me a place I'm going to see after this? No, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten to play that yet. Like I... I don't like I have a long list like like I'm still playing Hades because it's a great game I don't know if y'all are have, have are familiar everyone I, seems to love it it's, I haven't played it's, I genuinely mm. cried when the Hades 2 trailer came out like because because like in in Hades 1 there's like a like I was like oh like they're kind of giving Nyx like a, a Hecate role like maybe she's just being a composite character and like it's like no they saved a bunch of stuff for the next game woo <laughs> But Have like, no, no, I, I, it, I know it's kind of it's Diablo esque kind of, right? Yeah, it's like it's like a roguelike. It's it's a roguelike with like, uh, yeah, it, it's a roguelike. So like, you are like, it, it, it has a lot of like they have someone who studied classics somewhere on this writer's team, like because there's a lot of deep cuts, and like even like the main character is himself a deep cut. Because uh, it's it's like the story of Zagreus, and like the the main plot is like, oh, the queen of the underworld is missing, and you are Zagreus trying to break out of the underworld, and you have to go through the different levels, so you break through Tartarus and Asphodel and Elysium, um, to see if you can like get out into the real world to find your mother, and like the Olympians are trying to help you, uh, but there's like a further mystery afoot and all of that, but it really really works because like the point is that you are going to die over and over and over and over again because you learn from your mistakes. Uh, and it's super, super fun. And you like develop, there's so much content and you like develop your relationships with like all of, with like a, a bunch of the Olympians. Um, but then, and, and like, like Nyx is like, Nyx is a character. Like you, you, like you meet like, Ach- like Achilles is like the person who taught you uh, how to, how to use weapons. And like Achilles is like there and you can talk to him and like you meet Patroclus in the underworld and you're like, and you're just like, does Achilles know you're here? He's going to freak out. And like, it's <laughs> so, like, you can do like a lot of stuff to like, like the, like as you go, like you, 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 even as you fail, even failing gives you the chance to like bring what you learned back and like tell Achilles, like, I think I found Patroclus or like, like, and you can start relationships and it's so cute. Uh, <laughs> like there's a fishing mini game. It's, it's also cute. Uh, like, yeah, like, like Orpheus and Eurydice are there and like, oh God, the Orpheus storyline, because like, it's so beautiful. Like, because like Orpheus like died and wouldn't sing anymore. And so like you meet him and you, you can free him and he becomes like the court musician in the underworld, but he refuses to sing. So he's just like this sad dude, like sitting there. <laughs> Like, for like hours and hours and then one of the times you come back you just you just hear music and like 
he always starts with the lament of Orpheus and it's like, it'll stop you in your tracks because like you've gone so long without hearing him sing. And then it does. And you're just like, Oh, pain. Oh. <laughs> like it would sound like this. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> like they wrote like a whole ass, like really good. Like it's a jam. It's a fully, it's a like lament of Orpheus is a jam. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cause like the choruses don't look back and it's just so sad. It's so good. <laughs> uh but so yeah hades highly recommend it's it's super fun like even if like roguelites aren't your thing like what i love about it is that you can be addicted to it and still only play it for like 20 minutes because mm-hmm. like because you because there's there's no saved progress like there's story progression but like oh. when you die you start over again so you can just be like cool i did two rounds and now i'm good for the day um oh, so cool. like, they, they progress the story even though it's a roguelike i like that concept oh it's so good it's, it's nice. so good there's a have you, yeah. do, you know, do you know the concept of Sunless Sea? No, I don't. It's like... I mean, I think I do. Hold on. Like, I know the name. I just cannot for the life of me. They made a sequel called uh, Sunless Skies, I think, too. But Yeah, I that's like the sci-fi space version. It's, yeah, like steampunky. Yeah. But, um, but the, the Sunless Seas is like... Oh, these look so great. A whole ocean just like sunk below the earth. And there's mm-hmm. like a roof over you with stalactites and sparkles and that are fake stars. And like, oh. you never see the sun or light. And mm-hmm. light is kind of like taboo in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's sort of like a risk. It's sort of like a, a resource management game where you t- casually take a boat around, but you go to like different ports and click reports and uh, like buy and sell things and talk to people and collect crew members but the 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 stories it's like mostly text-based when you're you're you know stop somewhere but when you're going around there is combat and you're like actually maneuvering the little boat and things and uh um it's it's really cool because it's hard as fuck mm-hmm. and you can't save unless you want to like forego your like it, it drops you down into like you know easy mode um and strips you of certain whatever but like it's hard as fuck and you're meant to die a lot and whenever you do you like you can leave a legacy after you get so far in the game like you end up being able to leave and choose like if you're leaving half of your your cash or um your boat or your apartment or like what the fuck ever um and there's all these different uh sort of backstories and stuff you can choose but cool. the cool thing about it is like just the immense like lovecraftian story shit that unfolds when you go to these islands and mm-hmm. start talking to people and there's just so many different fucking things that can happen um and it's it's just so like there's a there's a fucking tree that grows from seed to to fully grown and then dies from morning to dusk but then later in the game, there's a way that the tree can kind of go loose on a fucking rampage and then it goes loose in the sea, like in the main world, and you just have to avoid it forever. Like, oh no, you can't save a tree. <laughs> all kinds of crazy shit like that. And then every time you die and start over uh, as like the son, the lost, long lost son of like the sailor that you just died as, um, the whole map rearranges, except oh, for like, cool. a few select things. Um, it's all like everything is still there it just is all in new places and you don't know where so 
it's it's a pain in the ass and it's so hard but it's so damn rewarding with the story stuff like i love it so much it's completely addicting i am super hype uh so hades 2 like they announced the trailer at um the most recent like game award show which like i know the name i just can't for the life me think of it because i'm not caffeinated enough Uh, (laughs) like it's probably the easiest name you could possibly come up with but if i try to just guess at it it's going to sound fictional but uh (laughs) uh but they like no one thought that they because uh super giant games like doesn't do sequels and then they and then so hades 2 was like their first sequel so number one everyone lost their shit and but like literally like the trailer opens and like if you're an occultist like uh because it's literally like it's a fight happening in the distance and it's uh someone like wielding torches like handing someone daggers and has this strafalo space attack and i'm just there like passing out like i just i'm hyperventilating it's too much <laughs> like and like she literally has like a dark red veil and i'm like saffron veil raid someone's getting into the hymns now oh my god <laughs> but yeah so hecate is like your main mentor in, in hades too so i'm like give this to me yesterday like, <laughs> like i will pay awesome. you like, i will pay full price i don't care um, but like in Hades 2, it looks like the plot is that you are um, Melinoe, Melinoe, but like, which is a steep cut even for a lot of people, but like Melinoe is supposed to be like the goddess of madness or the goddess of ghosts, but is also a Hecatean epithet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, so it's like a neither here nor there, but like the idea is that like Hecate is your mentor and you have to like journey to defeat, uh, you have to journey to defeat Kronos in oh, Hades 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll probably just skip and play. I'll probably just play Hades too. Yeah, it's it's it looks sick as hell. Like I cried, I genuinely cried. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, Nemesis is in it, and she looks like a really burly lumberjack lady. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they got like a bunch of like different Catholic gods like to be to be to be like your instead of so instead of the olympians i think apollo is the only olympian that they announced in hades 2 um who looks like a beautiful boy so yay yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's see um like hang on kurt are you playing anything uh n- no not really i uh i don't have time i'm, yeah. I'm actually <laughs> i'm trying to like I'm trying to write more and I'm working on illustration projects at the moment. So it's video games are like, for me, what happens is I find something that has a contained story that it will not last past a certain amount of hours. Mm. Uh, and I'll usually get one of those and then like kind of mainline it in like a couple of days. And then I'm like, okay, I'm good to play video games for a long time. And and there's, it's actually funny. Cause I have, um, there's a game control. Oh, good game. S- it's been sitting in like a queue forever and i'm like some point i gotta sit down and actually play that because it's a great i game. got it i and it looks amazing and it's it, very and fun it, and it'd probably be very much up my alley but i uh I, I don't have time for any of that right now have you ever well i don't know i'm a big fan of let's plays because like i i wish that i had unlimited funds to play what i wanted to play uh but some and also unlimited hours but like i'm a big i didn't if i say let's play do you know what i'm talking about yeah and i've uh okay. there's there's certain games that um uh that there's some really that actually some of the let's plays are more entertaining could is conceivably more entertaining than actually playing it yourself yep. are um 
I, I kind of did that with alien isolation because I was so fascinated oh, with alien, alien isolation, but I'm like, I don't really have the time to like freak out and play this, even if I had the, um, and it's that, that I was also curious about because they did such a good job of like recreating that world, mm-hmm. like the aesthetics of it in that game, or like, it's, it's a, it's a pretty amazing like piece of art direction, the way how they recreated a very specific like retro sci-fi world <laughs> that, that <laughs> is like the future as imagined by Ridley Scott in 1970 or whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um where like the everything has like diode green monitors and yeah it's just it's just an amazing thing awesome. uh so i i've i i've watched those and i probably have watched like I th- i'm sure i've watched someone play through half-life 2 that's that's what that. I do because like there's some games that like I have I have uh I have terrible OCD, um mm. but it only happens when like some stuff happens. But like I will get it in me that I'm just like I need to play this, and it's usually mm. like a perfection based game. But I know that I'm not gonna it's not gonna be healthy if I do that. So I'll just like yeah. put on a let's play. Mm. It'll usually be something like I I've seen I've watched Dishonored being played so many times, <laughs> ah. and it's and it's because like I only want to play it the perfectionist way which is the hardest possible way to play where it's like clean hands ghost like like no one sees you you knock everybody out you play you're 100 good but that's like <laughs> not actually that fun to play 100 times mm-hmm. so like i will go on and watch like the most violent like artistically brutal let's plays <laughs> of people being like dishonored how fast i can takes me to kill everybody three minutes go and <laughs> Oh, I'll, I'll also also do those with those uh, like those uh, what is it from software like their games. Uh, that that's like the Elden Ring and, and uh, yes. uh, Bloodborne and all of those Souls like, games. Yeah, yeah, because they're they're interesting, but like I don't, I'm not going to put the effort into. Oh, I can't stand them. I tried. <laughs> I, I really did try. It's not for me. Like yeah. Owen, Owen likes Bloodborne a great deal, and he's like, "Do you want to play?" And I'm like, "Too spooky." I'll watch you play, but it doesn't even look fun. <laughs> well, so I, lo- I love the aesthetic of it, and I love I love like the weird story because it also has some bizarre Lovecraftian nonsense. Yeah. No, the lore on. is the lore is gorgeous, but like for me, the gameplay, I'm just like, no, these people are chasing me through the streets, yelling slurs at me. Why do I want to save them? <laughs> <laughs> I loved Elden Ring, but it was like too much commitment for like what I wanted a video game in this point in my life, uh, like way too yeah. much, and. But like Bloodborne sounds just right, and I love the aesthetic. Like everything about Bloodborne sounds so incredible. I just wish they would fucking port it, mm. but they they haven't. And I'm not buying you know a PlayStation to play one fucking game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't. It, it's I can't do like the like the days when I would when I would buy a Final Fantasy game and just like play until dawn and then <laughs> fall asleep for like an hour and wake back up and keep playing and then so i have final fantasy dreams and that continues for like a week or whatever like i just can't do that anymore See, it, um, it, it, i found that uh, it, there are times when it's good like like right now coming off of my high from from watching black sails mm-hmm. uh, going like straight deep into sunless sea i'm just immersing myself in all this like boat island pirate shit and it's great because that's what i want to come back out in a story right mm-hmm. so it's like it's just like um force feeding the imaginal 
uh-huh. exactly what you want it to give you in the foie gras. It's like that <laughs> 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 you harvest from your own liver. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good idea, actually. I don't know. Like I did. Um, like Pluto's about to come out of my fifth house, so like I have definitely felt like the effects of because like I used to write so much more. And then like I moved to LA and it was like, it, it kind of sputtered out. Like I lost a lot of hope. And now like I've had like a very, very long, I'm, I'm using the, the astro weather for it because the timing works out for me. But mm. like, I have felt like, like the desire to like go back through old projects and be like, why did you put this down? This, this one's still great. And like, because it's, it's been a while since I've touched a lot of them. So it's been just sort of like, oh, like with fresh eyes, I'm still excited about this years later. Let's keep going. Um, so like, but now, but like typical Aries nonsense, like I, I want to do like five of them at once. And <laughs> so I have to do like, so part of me is like, okay, cool. Like pick three, um, like pick three and like, just go with it. But like, that's a really, really good idea to like do one like genre related because I do need to like, there's like especially for like the tropier stuff to just like fold it back in and be like oh yeah like back into like the rhythm of like the way that stories like this happen or like like figuring out blind spots by being like well like watch 10 of these and figure out what you would have done differently or like mm. uh, yeah. I have you seen like the Alan Moore Let them one all play together well like not even that but like Alan Moore like I think it's like the clip of his master class that is like making the rounds where he basically is like watch terrible stuff like read terrible stuff because if you know what you would do better like that's where your work is going to come from like read Mm -hmm. stuff that makes you like furious it's so bad (laughs) (laughs) like like or like or like like really like tap into the part of you that like knows how you would fix this um yeah so maybe i could do that like i have no i've never wanted to Funny, like I love pirate stuff, but I've never wanted to like write a pirate story. Uh, like, like on the docket, because like now I want to do, I want to experiment with doing like the Discord idea that we talked about earlier, where it's like, what would like a labyrinth look like if you could design one in a Discord and like just populate it with bots that you that you can have like chats with or do things with or choose your own adventure. Like, yeah. that's one way. Like, I I like like especially like where things are going because like no industry is is kind of like makes it easy to make a living in it so you might as well just make art <laughs> like I love it. we'll fun. grind you into freedom wait what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think we fucked this up somehow yeah, i think at this point it's like 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 we're all fucked do what you love <laughs> but like there's but there's still like tons of ways to experiment with narrative like i think that the only people who are like trying to do anything with like immersive tech are like marketing people uh oh yeah that's 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 who i worked for full-time was a company that did really crazy event sort of based stuff it was all blended with high like technology and some of it's and some of it's really really beautiful like i think like the last like i remember having so much fun remember when like nine inch nails had like 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 an alternate reality game happening and it was like for the Mm -hmm. year zero album Mm -hmm. like they hired i think like moment factory either moment factor or mo- i forget um i, I forget because it's been too long um <laughs> but like that was really really great because it was like 
like there was some real life stuff because they would like hide flash drives at concert venues and people would have to find them and upload them. But like it was a narrative told through a message board because we mm -hmm. all had to be there for all the clues. Like that was so much fun. Like it's it's possible to do that. It is just really complicated. It's just it's not impossible. Like that's where I keep going. I, I keep yeah. focusing on the like it's not impossible. It just like yeah, figure yeah. out how you do it at, at a certain scale. And it's yeah, and it's it's sort of funny because those those things go through um there's like trends with them because I like ARGs were like a huge thing yeah. for a while and then like I feel like they've kind of everyone's taken that energy and put it into escape rooms. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's like how you get people to pay for it over and over, over again. And over again. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it it's yeah. The yeah. the really big stuff is not happening in the same way. Um, well, it doesn't have to be big, but like, it's the kind of thing like, like you, uh, I'm trying to see if I've seen anything like that on TikTok. Cause like, like there's interesting things you can do with like TikTok stitching. Um, like I have an acquaintance who they had like my friend Emmett, I forget exactly how he did it, but he did like an entire RPG, but like via Twitter. So like he and some other people like had a bunch of like fake accounts that were like the main characters of like this of this role play thing that they were doing and they just interacted with each other and if you went into like all of their the threads like there was a whole narrative there and like and people could like follow the threads and be like oh like are they gonna figure it out blah blah, blah. like like that's fun um i don't know how coherent that would be anymore because like i'm sure the timeline worked much more predictably whenever that was like eight years ago uh I don't know i just i just see it like yeah like in terms of like like where to do weird stuff is like basically and like what, what people are doing now <laughs> like what are yeah. they using just yeah and then well the, the other thing about so much of that stuff is that you have to be willing to let it be ephemeral too because yeah. like there's no way to preserve that yeah. like we 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 did like a twitter thing that's like yeah i, I have no idea how some future museum of like Twitter <laughs> bullshit is going to somehow <laughs> like I I don't know. Let's re well, it's the old remember the internet thing, like yeah. uh, but uh, well, yeah, it'll be on know your meme, or it'll be <laughs> <laughs> it'll be <laughs> um, like someone could argue. Like I mean, also some things do come back. Like I'm pretty sure that web rings are about to make a return. Like that's going to happen. Like, oh. like the the internet is too uh, yeah, decentralized. You know, it's, it's funny. I could see that because it's well. Also, you're probably going to have because um, I I imagine people are going to be retreating more and more from these larger, yep, centralized services anyway. So I somebody gave me the advice of like don't sign up for uh for social media things that hate the internet. So like mm -hmm. if they don't allow you to freely interact with like links or like things that lead away from them being Mastodon or what have you. Uh, I, oh, I'm not, I think Instagram is like one of them. I'm not, I, I, I don't even know what they're doing with it anymore because like they're just trying to make it all ads and they've made their own feed unusable. So I don't know. <laughs> it's that we're like, none of them are long for the world. It's silly to pretend that any of them are like they get a good 10 years out of it. Good for them. Mm -hmm. but like it's the kind of thing like social media is never ever going to dictate like phone construction like 
it's it's going to respond to that. It's going it, to it, it's not the it's not the technology that's being responded to. The phones are like, yeah, like sorry, I like I'm like this is all half baked. Like yeah, like social media is not the same thing as pornography. Like you know, we're like technology responds to whatever porn is doing. <laughs> like <laughs> you know, like that's why we have VHS. Like really yeah, <laughs> it's it's like why we had VHS is because that won the porn wars. Um, but now, but now, like the internet has tried to defang that. But like, I think that the way we're going is that like the internet doesn't want to be decentralized. Doesn't want to be um, centralized. Yes, yeah. The internet doesn't centralized want to be, and like yeah. walled in. Yes, it, yeah. it it doesn't want to be a walled garden. Like, and so I think that, and because like, what was everyone's response to Twitter going nuts? Everyone's like, well, cool, sign up for my Substack. That's not going to work. Like, that's great. But like, now you're asking me to have like, think about all the people you followed on Twitter. I am not going to have 500 emails from the like paying $5 a month for all these. Like, are they great creators? Yes. And I did sign up for a couple, but that's yeah. not sustainable. So that wasn't the way forward. Uh, like, what makes sense is like, if we're actually just going back to everyone having blogs again, or have like, or essentially what they're asking is instead of a blog, you get it directly into your into your mailbox. Uh, that's all it is. Like, we're probably looking at the Webring model. Like, we're looking at, like, here, like, in case you like this. Um, like, it's, like, like, community wants to be made, but, like, how is still, like, at least in my mind, like, still very nebulous. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. These, <laughs> these are thoughts. Like, yeah, Pluto and Aquarius, everyone. <laughs> Pluto and Aquarius, uh, everybody, like, yeah, everybody lock down your information. Uh, lock down your information and just know that nothing is free. If you're using a service for free, it's because you are not the customer. You are the product. That's all mm. you need to know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. Uh, I need the I mean, kids there's... to learn how to steal again. Like, <laughs> the kids, they don't know how to torrent. Like, they don't know how to torrent. They don't know how to do it safely. The sacred texts have been lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because that, that's not even that old. Yeah, uh, like, like, uh, it's, it's because none of them are desperate Doctor Who fans. Well, <laughs> I, I would imagine that that there'll be a new version of it. It won't be torrents; it'll be something else. But there'll be some other mm -hmm. way that that'll circumvent all this stuff. That, but... but it's not broken. It was a good model, mm. like, and we have better internet now. Uh, like, but they're not going to learn things like host. They're not going to learn like seating etiquette and like that kind mm. of stuff like there's like a generosity to like the pirate and like copyright anarchist internet that like it did require a certain amount of altruism in order to function especially if like everyone wanted to keep it going um and like yeah. especially without getting caught <laughs> like mm. i don't know the kids should know how to like use a vpn like <laughs> they just trust things like <laughs> hmm. It'll yeah. probably it'll it'll probably change. It'll be a backlash against. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Like, I'm gonna teach my niece and nephew like '90s style internet. Like, it's just what I'm gonna do. Be like, you never use your real name, just facts. <laughs> like, mm. never use your real name. Uh, like, like I tried. Oh my god, uh, my dad. I love him. This is years ago, but like my my father tried to ask me to not tried. He did ask, but like. <laughs> my father who is like who is like technically he's a boomer 
he's, he's boomer age. He's, 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 he's pushing 70, but like, he asked me like, uh, I, I, he needed to watch like, oh, he wanted to watch Creed and like none of the hosting things that we had, like had Creed or whatever. And I was basically like, give me 10 seconds. And I went, I found it. I like went and found it, did the thing allegedly. And like, we watched Creed and he was like, he's, he's like, how do you know? He's, he's like, teach me how to do this. Cause like, how do you know what link is going to work? And I just looked at him and I was like, dad, how did you know that a drug dealer was a drug dealer, not a cop? Same instinct. And <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you just know, you can't teach it. <laughs> like, like, because I owed him money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Street smarts. <laughs> we had a pre-existing relationship. Yeah. <laughs> um, See, he got he grew up in the Bronx in the 70s. He knew. <laughs> <laughs> um, this has been wonderful. And I okay. think I need to crash. <laughs> oh, please. Yes. No, yeah. <laughs> no, it's been an absolute pleasure. And thank you for like entertaining me for this long. <laughs> Thanks for entertaining us. No, this has yeah. been Happy great. Happy to. I, uh, I only realized that because I started to like doze off a little bit a second ago. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I should call it if that's happening. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, thanks so much. Um, Oh, happy to. Did you have anything to promote or anything? I will will go to the mat for interview with the vampire on AMC. (laughs) I I had nothing to do with that show, but everyone should watch it. And an Emmy for Sam Reed and Jacob Anderson. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like, I'll promote that forever may that show last like eight seasons in a movie like, I'm about to watch it so oh it's so good i yeah. i would i would literally like take my pinky if it means that this show gets to do Lestat as a rock star like <laughs> oh like yes like a teen part of me will be healed <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the medicine yeah <laughs> but yes okay well Thank you all very, very much and have a wonderful evening and I'll see you guys on the Discord. You too. This has been great. (laughs) Okay. Cheers.